French fried potatoes. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, one potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom. Thank you, TJ. Thank you, TJ. Um, welcome to episode three twenty. Four, five, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, welcome to the holiday edition. Ooh. There we go. The holiday edition. Holiday edition of Potato League Podcast. Um, wow, our levels look really high. Ever since the update to Audacity, the, the spikies look different, but I think we're okay. <laughs> it should sound okay. Um, when we, we last recorded before surgery number two? Have yes, we not it, recorded since? Have not recorded since surgery. Okay. It was like the week before your surgery. Right. So I And I've watched a ton since then. I, I kind of went on a little streak. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the last movie we talked I think the last movie we, ta- we talked about was like Bullet Train. Yeah. That we both Bullet Train seen. or... Um, if I go back... Yeah, Bullet Train. Because I watched The Outlaws. Like That was like the first thing I watched after. Because you guys were doing it for yeah. Video Monsters. Um, I still, has, Is that episode up? I... Yeah, the Outlaws one is? It should be. Because sometimes they don't go up in order. No, they do not. <laughs> Nathan does a lot where he'll release them in batches. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, he's got a job, he's got two kids, so yeah. sometimes it's oh, just yeah. like, hey, I had the day off, I edit, and he edits. Well, yeah, that's the thing. He edits episode. I don't do shit, and sometimes it's like two weeks before I upload no, stuff. He edits so. them like crazy. So, yeah, sometimes <clears> it'll be like, oh, hey, three episodes are up. Yeah. Yeah, because um, we, we have finished the... Yeah, because we've recorded Parasite, we've recorded Handmaiden, we've recorded that, so... So you have recorded Handmaiden? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Because I've... That was a good episode. The only one I've listened to is Parasite. I finished Parasite on the way to one of my appointments the other day. Uh, Catch up on football real quick. Uh, You and I both had first-round buys in the PLP League. And Um, uh, you had a great week on your bye week. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You guys went fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I was well aware of that. So uh, that's the, it that, was Kittle's best game of the year. And that's the part I hate going into this, like going into the playoffs, is Buffalo has essentially wrapped up you know, their playoff spot. They're pretty damn close. They're, they're still fighting for seeding, though, so they'll still yeah. be playing. And so I'm just like, and I know, like, Allen's elbow's been hurting. I'm like, yeah. ah, please don't sit him. Yeah. Please don't sit I, him one of my playoff weeks. They won't. Uh, they, Teams don't like to sit people for more than a week. So yeah. that's why there's no fantasy in the last week of the season. Yeah. Uh, that's just always the way it's been. It can still happen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people on losing teams, if someone's if the running back is a little banged up, they're like, we're not going to send you out there. Yeah, you're, get you're your done ass, for the year. You're done. Yeah. Sit. Um, it's just kind of all part of it. It's, it's kind of why you build, why you carry rookies and backups mm-hmm. on your roster i've i've come around on that in the last couple yeah. of years um especially doing best ball where you don't have a chance to make changes in season mm-hmm. like all my teams are set up for this time of year they were filled with rookies and and backups and stuff i had 43 teams advance out of 160 <clears throat> i was at like or whatever whatever it ended up being it was 28 percent, which is 10 percent over the field so i was really happy with that and then out of those 43, I've had 12 advance to this week. So uh, I've already uh, covered all of my... Uh, anything I make from here on out is pure profit. Yeah. Um, or anything I win from here on out. I still have a chance at the 200000 in a couple different tournaments. So mm. 
I may be rich this time. Next time you see me, Dan, I might be fucking rich. Uh, <laughs> I only have to beat out not like, from the potato league. I only have to, no. <laughs> I only have to beat out like a like I don't know two thousand other people. Um, so the PLP league, uh, I don't remember who won the other bracket, but uh, my brother I'm Ryan, going, I'm and, going against TJ and Liam. Uh, Oh, T- so you're I'm playing TJ. TJ. Okay, so uh, so it's like a very PLP. It is. Ryan PLP. Liam <laughs> won last week. Uh, Ryan drafted the team. I think Liam's been running it, yeah. uh, and they've done very well. They were in your division. They yeah. actually had the second best. Yeah, they were tied with me the, at the end the of the year, and I beat the I beat them in the head in to the head, head that we played like in the second yeah. first or second week of the. So their team's good. Your team's good. TJ's is good. It's four very good yeah. teams going up. Because um, my team has been consistently like. 126 to 140 points yeah. pretty much every week, except for the two of the weeks I lost where I lost by one point and, like, three points. Yeah. Uh, one of mine was my Bills by week, which... And then last week, somebody tanked fucking hard, and I didn't score shit, so... Um, the week going... I lost the last week of the season, too, but I was like, yeah, I was like 11 and three. I've struggled at quarterback because I had Russell Wilson. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's not having, been a good fantasy pick this year. No, he's been all, all one of the worst, one of the worst quarterbacks. Like, as in, not just one of the worst fantasy relevant quarterbacks, one of the worst, yeah. like unrosterable. Um, but luckily, Dak Prescott got hurt, I, so I picked him up like halfway through the year. So I've kind of gotten by there. The reason that I'm where I am is because of T. Higgins and my three-headed monster running back because mm-hmm. I had McCaffrey, Saquon, and. Yeah. Uh, Ken Walker. Whereas me, it's been my my receiving core. Your bills, your bills stack. Has... Yeah, well, I mean, I've got the big. I've got uh, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Saint Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins. So my awesome. wide receiving core is awesome. They those four can score me a hundred points. Yeah. Um, the thing that's uh, my running backs, both my running backs now, because um, what's his, what was his name? Uh, Damian Pierce got injured two yep. weeks ago. Yeah, like on like the second play of the game or something. So that's one of the weeks I tanked because I got zero for my running back. But Miami can't figure out if they want Wilson or fucking Mostert to be to get the most touches any game. Hot hand, man. They go with a hot hand. Yeah, I've got them both. <laughs> it's it and makes I, it and it makes late, it impossible. And of late, I've been picking the wrong one. Well, it's just like Mike Daniel was the he was the offense coordinator in San Francisco, and for years, San Francisco has been crazy frustrating to have running backs because yeah. you never it's know committee. who to play. Yeah. You don't know who to play, and it's I mean they don't give a fuck about your fantasy team. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan don't give a fuck about how your fantasy team is yeah. doing. Um. So, yeah, it's always been tough. Yeah, so it's with those two, it's like whichever one I'm not starting has like the 15 point week and the other one has like a two point week. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I've had Allen and, you know, I've I've got my Bills trifecta there. So they've been able to win me a lot of games. And then my defense has been okay. My kicker, my kicking game's been consistent. Who who gives a shit? Uh, (laughs) Hey, although I did have the Browns that week, they scored like 30 something points. Yeah. That made me look like a fucking genius. Um, I just. I forgot my team was on a bye week, so I'm like, fuck, I'll take Cleveland. And yep. then they score 30-something points. Three defensive touchdowns, like two interceptions, two fumbles. I'm like, holy shit. So Of I'm, course, they haven't done that again since. but Right. So I made it through uh, the year with, with Dak Prescott, and then now they're, this is Eagles week. They play the Eagles this mm-hmm. week, or I should say it's Dallas week. The Eagles play Dallas. And, of course, Jalen Hurts is, hurt, is sprained his shoulder, so he's not going to play. So the Eagles starting quarterback was on the waiver wire, hmm. uh, Gardner Minshew. And if you think for one second that I'm going to start Dak Prescott 
when Gardner fucking Minshew is on the waiver wire. You got another thing coming. Gardner is in my lineup right now. Dak yeah. Prescott can sit his ass on the bench. Uh, so I'm going to win it or lose it based on on Gardner Minshew, who is hilarious, by the way. Uh, well, that's how it, I was it'll be, it'll two be years sad. ago when we were in the championship together and I had Hurts. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. He's either going to win it for me or lose it for me. Yeah. And he lost it for me. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because uh, that was a game where he was. We, I was down by like four points in the third quarter, and I'm like, "Oh, fucking Jalen's got this." Yeah. And then he threw like two interceptions. Yeah. He didn't do that anymore. No. Um, all the I had one team that is still alive. Uh, it's dead this weekend, but uh, I made it all the way through best ball and advanced two rounds with one quarterback. Jalen, I had Hurts and Trey Lance. Trey Lance got hurt yep. fucking week one. <laughs> so it's been Jalen all year, and he probably is taking me, but I'm fucking toast this week. That team yeah. is dead, but I have other teams that are in good shape. Um, so, yeah, so uh, the, the, the semis are this week yeah. uh, for the PLP. Should be good games. Should be uh, good games. Liam really wants that potato, from what I understand. So. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's going to have to get by me, and then uh, the winner are you and TJ, I guess. Uh, TJ's been running a hot streak, I believe. I think TJ beat me. TJ's got a I good think, team. I think TJ is one of my losses. Who's he got? He's got yeah, because I mean he's got Joe Burrow, Nick Chubb. Oh yeah, um, Cincinnati group is yeah awesome. Yeah, right now I mean it's and he's, he's projected to score one twelve. He'll score more than that, I feel. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, yeah, and then you and Goose are close, like one twenty seven to one twenty four projected. Huh. Nice. Yeah, because I mean, he's got Mahomes and did my, Henry. Did my Gardner Minshew jack that up? Or <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> the Gardner Minshew factor alone is worth ten points that you can't even account for. <laughs> uh, for stuff that we both watched, we both watched Confess Fletch. Yes. Uh, I, whichever studio had buried that, I want to so, kick in the dick. It's weird. Well, they don't make movies like that. They, I, I know that sounds no, but fucking I feel dumb, like but even if you just Put that out. It's gonna get because yeah. it netted something like a million dollars, or between five hundred thousand a million dollars. Put it out in some fucking theaters. It'll make something. I understand people's frustration with the theaters being samey, yeah, uh, or the stuff that's in theaters being the same. Like that you would get those things of like yeah, all those <coughs> the times screens, the Times Square uh, yeah. thing, yeah. Uh, and I understand that they make money, but fuck, there are people that aren't like us that don't yeah. that don't want to watch. Every single Marvel movie, they would go to this. Yeah. At the very least, sell it to a fucking streamer. Yeah, <clears throat> you know it's it's a yeah. It was so weird. I mean, it's that... at least a recognizable property to people our age. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, I mean people younger. Well, than us I just might... told you it's probably the second most watched movie of all time for me is Fletch Lives. Yeah, people might younger than us might not necessarily know Fletch because they didn't watch the Fletch Chevy Chase movies. But like Andrea did not care for the, che- the Chevy Chase Fletch movies. She loved this fucking movie. Yeah. She I, loved it. <coughs> I went back and started watching Fletch uh, a couple of years ago. It doesn't hold up. No. Well, it's Chevy. Yeah. It's Chevy being Chevy. I think it it's peak I, Chevy. Yeah, I think, <coughs> I think I'm too aware of what an asshole he is. Yeah, um, whereas the John Hamm Fletch is very much like the McDonald Fletch. Yeah. He's, he's fucking, he's perfect. He's really fucking perfect for that role. And it fucking kills me yeah. <laughs> that nobody watched it. So we, I mean, we could be we should be getting one of these every two years, you know. It, yeah, it, oh yeah. It only cost like ten million dollars or something to make, and probably took three weeks. Yeah, of shooting, you know, yeah, shooting. Of like, shooting. Like as far as you're not, <clears throat> it's not like uh, RDJ. Hey, we need like six years yeah. of your time, please. 
Yeah. And you can't do anything else. No, this is something uh, you can film on breaks from other shit. Yeah. Um, and because he's the only big name in it, they'd shoot around him, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. It, when do you have a, a spare two or three weeks or whatever? Yeah. Want to go to Italy for a couple days? Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we both watch Moonfall? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. That Fucking movie is... Moonfall. Now, look. <clears throat> we know what we're getting when we get into Moonfall. But it's still hard to get through it and just be not be going, holy It is... This I, and is... I, again, I, we both loved this movie. We both liked it. It is yeah. by far the dumbest Roland Emmerich film. Thank you, yes. And that is saying something. Yes. <laughs> it, it definitely felt that way. Like, there like, is nothing... Like, you can poke holes in every single fucking movie he's ever done. Yeah, yeah, of course. This one... is nothing but holes. There's nothing but... <laughs> nothing very, but holes. Very rarely... Like, this is the scene that perfectly maps it up for, for me here. The scene when the big tide is coming in, and they're all in the hotel. Yeah. And they all stand there in the hotel door and watch it arrive. Yep. They're in a hotel that is at least ten stories high. Right. Most of them stand in the foyer of the hotel and go like, shit, big wave. That's coming right at us. Yeah. Should we go up some stairs? Well, we'll go up that first <laughs> level. That's about eight steps. And watch from there. See what happens. Oh, shit. We're still going to... Like... It's insane how dumb that movie is. Oh. And when towards the end, <laughs> when I'm like... And I'm like, well, how are they going to get back to fucking Earth? And I'm like, oh, well, okay. The moon is now scraping the Earth. And they... Yeah. They take, like, the, the an escape pod that just... Bloop, falls, like, 12 feet. Yes. Uh, well, the other <laughs> the other part of it was like, <coughs> it was like, uh, is it The Hobbit? Yeah. It's like The Hobbit levels of, it might have been in the third one, so you may not be aware yeah. of this part. So uh, at the end, at the, I think in the third Hobbit movie, they finally reach the mountain, they reach their destination, and they've read this fucking poem, they just happen to be there on the right day, speaking right. of dumb movies. Uh, and, like, it doesn't work on the very first try. So they all, like, fucking give up and walk off. And, and Bilbo staying, and Bilbo stays and figures it out. By waiting. Yes, <laughs> by waiting until the fucking sun went down. Yeah. Um, but, like, guys, you have j this is your life's journey. Mm -hmm. You have been trying to reclaim your home for decades now. You get here, the fucking key doesn't work on the first try, and they're all like, nah, fuck it, let's go. Yep. So, same deal here. I can't remember the specifics of it, but whatever. Oh, it the was. rocket the rocket blew up or something. Or, oh, 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 they were going to launch the rocket. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, send everyone home. And everybody just gets up and fucks off. Yeah. Like, like what are you like, doing? You know the Earth is going to be destroyed. The world otherwise. is ending. Like, try uh, something else. Yeah, like, and they're like, well, shit, well, we only have three people to send the rocket up yeah. now. I know that they needed to find a way to get just those three on the rocket. But, like, Think of a that was way. a dumb way. Yeah. Um, so... Three people launch a fucking NASA rocket on their own, basically, with yeah. two schmucks in the in the control but room. Thankfully, because the moon is coming closer to the Earth, they don't need to send it that far, because again, the moon is passing by the Earth. Yeah, at distances that would annihilate yes. the fucking planet. Correct. Because when I said like <laughs> the escape hatch drops and it drops like twelve feet and they fall on Earth, mass from is a the thing, moon, people. <laughs> Like, there are literally... The moon is hitting treetops right. along the mountain range. Right. It is that... That would annihilate the fucking planet. I like how the <laughs> secondary... Uh, the family members, the ones on the ground... They're all watching this shit happen and it's all like... Huh, hey, why you want to go get a fucking corn dog? You know, basically just... Oh, you mean the characters that had no reason to be in the film at all? Yeah, those ones. Yep. Yep. 
the estranged family members that are on a journey through the snow. And who keep running into the same fucking carjackers. (laughs) It turns into like a Last of Us style thing. The Asian woman. Yeah. Who the fuck was she? Was she a nanny? Was she a girlfriend? I, I think she was a nanny. It was never fully explained. Like if she just She's, started making out with one of the other characters, I'd have been like, "Oh, okay." Girlfriend she was or wife. never even introduced. Because at first she I, was just kind of there. I thought she was the wife. I did too. And then I'm like, "Oh, maybe not." But she's very familiar with these kids. Is she? Is she one of the kids' inappropriately older girlfriends? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no one knows. No one told us. But she's along for every <laughs> fucking ride. Well, she's along for the Chinese marketplace. Is why she's along. <laughs> yes. No offense. Too. I'm sure she's a fine actress. She but, did a wonderful job. We just don't know who you are. Yeah. yeah. You, you were not introduced in any way. No. Uh, no, that movie was yeah, ridiculously stupid on every fucking level. But still, it was it, 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 it passed the point of ridiculousness. Like, 12 minutes into the fucking film. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, I can shut my brain off completely Uh, and just enjoy it for the dumbness. I bookended Moonfall. Listen to this fucking trio. I bookended Moonfall with Wrath of Man, which is terrible. Mm. Did you watch it? I have not. Some of his movies... Is Charlie Hunnam in that one? Maybe. I don't know. No. Okay, because that's another Guy Ritchie one, right? Yeah. Uh, That must have been the Statham one. Is Statham in that one? Wrath of Man, yeah. Yeah, okay. Some okay, so Guy Ritchie is known for his dialogue and stuff, right? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like he's never heard people talk mm-hmm. because, like, some of his movies, the dialogue is so clunky and unnatural that it's uncomfortable to watch. Mm-hmm. Like Jason Statham, you're struggling through this scene mm-hmm. with these lines, and he's an original. Yeah, like Guy Ritchie, right? He's an original. He should have no problem with a Ritchie script. It's just so weird. They're so. They're so inconsistent, I guess, uh, from one to the next. So I watched Wrath of Man uh, before Moon, the day before Moonfall, the day after Moonfall. I watched Rampage. Oof. See, I bookended, I bookended it with Doctor Strange and Dune. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, see, then I went on a little streak where I had to like wash the taste out of my mouth. I watched Vertigo, Shawshank, uh, Flashpoint, Man on Fire, Rope. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good stretch. Yeah. Fucking rope is so good. It is. Strangers on Train was after that. That was pretty good. And then Decision to Leave, and then Unbearable Way to Master Talent. Um, so, and then Man Who Wasn't There. Wow, that was a pretty good run. Mm. Um, going in order. Do you want to talk about Decision to Leave? Yeah, let's talk about Decision to Leave. Um, that is the most recent uh, Park Chan Wook. Um, Streaming on Mubi. Yes, did you, did you do your uh, seven-day oh, free? I know, i got to cancel it here pretty soon. I didn't I'll, see anything else on there I wanted to there's, watch. There's a lot of good films, but it's yeah. like, I have the Criterion channel. Is I it all the same stuff? No, but it's like, if I want to watch like a really good like foreign film, yeah. I'll just watch something classic that I've never seen. Yeah. I'm sure some of those will be great. When I hear about how great they are five years from now, I'll go find them. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, I was... It was pretty... They didn't do a good job telling you when stuff is going to be out. So, no. like, all fall, it was just, it just said coming this fall. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, oh, coming it was, December 10th or something. It was yeah. like, yeah. Because I, I heard about it, like, texted you immediately. Because <clears throat> it was, uh, it was at the, was it at Toronto? Yeah. In the spring? It was at Toronto and also at, um. At Cannes? Yeah, it was at Cannes. Because it got, like, I think it won Best Picture at Cannes, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, 
And then it was just like radio silent. Yeah. Uh, no idea when it was going to be out. Didn't know if it was going to be a digital release. Didn't know if it was going to be a physical release. It's digital on Amazon Prime only, which sucks. Because mm-hmm. I would buy things on Amazon Prime video, but there's no way to just look at your stuff. Yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. You just have to like know that you have it and search it amongst all the other movies, and then it will just say, hey, you own this. Like, yeah, mm. thanks. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I was trying to find it. There's <laughs> there's no way to like go to like your collection. Yeah. It's very which bizarre. Which is weird. It's like Voodoo has my collection. That, and that is the that is why I prefer Voodoo over all of the other yeah. digital I, ones. I, I never they have... do anything to like Amazon Prime if I can, no. for that very reason. So they like, have... no, I don't want to have to fucking search for it. Yeah. Um... So I keep my the ones that I've purchased because there are a bunch of Korean movies that aren't available anywhere but Amazon um, that I've purchased, uh, and I just kind of leave them in my watch list because yeah. there's no other, <laughs> if no other thing to do, I guess. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this was uh, <laughs> less graphic but somehow more horny than his <laughs> usual movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because. <laughs> I think I texted you. It's like a much artier basic instinct. Yeah. Without without crotch shots. Right. But it, it but it felt hornier. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if you've seen Thirst or Handmaiden or yeah. um, yeah. he is no stranger to some nudity sex scenes. What's the other one I'm trying to think of? Uh, well, like, old boy. <laughs> uh, this was this was like not nearly as graphic as those ones, but. Still hornier yeah. than the other ones. Yeah. Uh, it's about a, a police detective mm-hmm. who is in a sexless marriage, I guess. Yeah. Um, like a good marriage, but no sex. Right. Like they he just does, kinda, he they does just, seem to love her. They just live together. Yeah. They're good. They're happy as hell roommates. Yeah. Um, gets called out to a murder on a mountain uh, where it's a, an older guy with young pretty wife mm-hmm. and... She's very clearly done it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, very, it's You don't know until wh- who did it until much later in the movie, but you know she did it, yeah. like, immediately. Mm-hmm. And so does he, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but he immediately falls in love with her. Yeah. Um, or in lust with her, if yeah. you want to put it that way. And then you find out, you know, she might have murdered her mom. Right. No, I think she definitely murdered her mom. She said that she did, didn't she? Well, not at, you didn't find out at no. first. Yeah, you didn't find out at first because it wasn't until he started asking her. And then once she gave that little yeah yeah little speech, uh, it's hard to. Then she gets a new man and right. shit's going weird with him. And then he moves away to get away from her. And then she moves to where he is. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, it's very basic instinct in that structure of. He is obviously in love with this woman who's a murderer. Is she going to murder him too? Right. And does he even care? And does he, yeah. <laughs> does he care if she does? And does he care? Because like like you said, like his life is fine, yeah. but not terribly exciting. And that and this is like he's like, oh yeah. It took me. Uh, I was caught off guard. I shouldn't have been with the way he edits his movies. That like all of a sudden we flash forward like a year. Mm-hmm. And we have all, everyone has moved. It's like 13 months. And you're like, wait a second, what just fucking happened? Does he have a new job? Yeah. Is he still a police officer? (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's, uh, but it it seemed like he didn't move that far. Although Korea is very small. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have to keep that in mind. It's like smaller than Maine. Yeah. There's just a shit, there's just 50 fucking million people that are there. Yeah. But, uh, so I guess he couldn't have moved. Too far, anyway. But. but it does seem like when you move away, it still seems like a big deal. Yeah. Like, because it seems like just based on what we've seen in Korean movies that we've watched, 
people tend to be very territorial. Oh, yes. Like, you know, if yeah. you're from Busan, you're fucking from Busan, and that's and, where you live. And your family's been there for yeah. 200 years. Yeah, it's not like, you know, people in the U.S. who move every five years do for a new job yeah. all across the fucking country yeah. type of thing. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was uh, maybe less rewatchable than his earlier stuff, but definitely... Um, something I'll, I'll be curious to go back and watch it again yeah, when it does eventually come out on things because i know i've watched a few things uh i know there's a there's a bunch of stuff that you know little oh yeah he's one of those hidden. directors that you miss shit the first yeah. time right you just do yeah because he you he's very good at it's leaving a, that breadcrumb trail that you aren't aware is a breadcrumb trail until yeah. the very end and then you're like oh yeah. oh okay yeah shit now i gotta start watching it again immediately um which I, that actually happens in the other podcast with a discussion of the Handmaiden, because like where it's like for me it was like the third time I had seen it, third or fourth, and it was both of their first time. So like, there's a thing where Nathan couldn't quite wrap his head, and then I just I can't even remember what I said. And I'm like, oh well, it's this, and he's like, oh <coughs> yeah, there that were that makes sense. There were a bunch of things on because I I you know I watched and read a bunch of stuff about Handmaiden after watching that too. Um, so I was looking forward to going back and rewatching it before I listened to the episode. Um, just because of that, like understand that because there's a bunch, there's there's a lot of that that's confusing the first mm-hmm. time through. A yeah. lot of handmaiden that's confusing the first time through. But it does. It's the sort of thing that kind of comes together. Uh, <clears throat> it'll click it in your head while you're watching it, and then after you're done, you're like, "Wait, how'd that happen again?" <laughs> so I definitely need to go back and watch. And I mean, it's the same way with Parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, listening to your. Uh, um, the episode, the, the parasite episode, mm. it was funny that it, it's it's all the same. It's it's the reason that you didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, because like, what else are you gonna say? Yeah, I mean, and even Nathan at one point near the end says, uh, "I mean, we, we could keep talking about this all day and just keep pointing out new examples of yeah the thing and uh, of the like the themes of the movie." But like, you get it. Yeah, you get it. It's fucking awesome. Just watch it yourself. God damn it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like shit. It's the reason I didn't want to talk about it. It's still a fun discussion. Yeah. It's fun to it's it's one of those things like, yeah, you know, life isn't that bad if you get to spend two hours talking about a movie like that and just right. enjoy it. Right. But <clears throat> it's no moonfall. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, everything falls right into place in Moonfall. Yeah, that was I, I still I still recommend Moonfall. Mm-hmm. Um I just don't recommend Moonfall. <laughs> you know? Uh Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of fun. It was more fun, because you you go into that knowing the gimmick. Yeah, and like, how quickly will that wear out? And it doesn't. No, like, it does not. And again, it's it's <laughs> it, it shows the genius of Nick Cage, that he can take a role that is just a one-no gimmick, but he's playing it with such fucking sincerity. Like, yes. you honestly believe the fucking bromance between those two. I mean, and again, not uh, Pascal... It's fucking tremendous yes. in that movie. Um, it's weird to say about when you see like a movie like this that has a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a sequel. Fuck yeah, I do. I want a second one of these. I said the same thing when I watched it. I'm like, where's fucking part two? I that want would the, be I want the amazing. further fucking adventures. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Them writing their second movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's the thing. I'm like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, he's totally like, I can't remember the director writer's name, but like he's... He is mining like all of the best cage stuff. Yeah, like the meta, the meta narrative of adaptation, and like yeah. just the pure action 
craziness of you know his his 90s output and it's just like fuck this is a, this is a writer director who truly understands Nick Cage I felt and got great work out of him I wonder how something like this comes together <laughs> magically I feel because you, if you don't get Nick Cage that right. project's done <laughs> or do you write it could you also alter enough things and make it I don't know Christopher Walken you know what I mean I don't think it works as well because you have to have someone who has had such a... I mean, Nick Cage has been a popular A-list actor for a long period of time. 40 years? 40 years. And he's also starred in some wild, insane shit that wasn't very good. Right. Um, and I think that kind of played into the thing. That, and they're like, hey, if we can drum up $2 million, he'll be in this. Right. Because he's not quite paid off the IRS. He can see the end of it. Whatever we offer him, he'll probably take it. Right. Um, which is why he offered he agrees to go to the birthday party in the movie. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> such a self aware man. God, I love it. Yes, and um, and that's the thing too. Like, you have to have an actor that's not going to have that ego about it. You have to have a level of humility that is like off the fucking charts for yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, and and he has it, or at least he was able to exhibit it there. I mean, just taking just taking the role is. Yeah. Showing a huge amount of humility, mm-hmm. even with the idea that you also have to have some ego going. Oh, this will be fucking huge! A yeah. movie about me yeah. playing me. Yeah. Oh boy. Where everything is about me. Yeah. You know the bunker with all of my shit. That's that was such a fun moment when they're like discover the secret bunker. And they think like there's yeah, some, <clears throat> like you know national secrets and drug shit down there. Where the well they thought that's where the girl was being held. Yeah. That was kidnapped. N- nope. It's just a bunch of Nick Cage <laughs> memorabilia. Nick Cage collection. It's grotesque. I'll give you twenty thousand dollars for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I really like that. Robin had a blast with it. Um, it's a fun movie. Yeah, I. I not I, enough movies are actually fun. Right, like. and they and and not enough. Uh, I say I want the sequel, but not enough are that are just fun. Are also not part of, you know, link fourteen in a twenty five link chain. You yeah. know. Um, most of the just fun movies are that type. So mm-hmm. when we get something like that, something like Fletch, something like mm-hmm. uh, the, um, although I guess now the uh, Knives Out is a franchise, but still, um, yeah, it's it did not go into that expecting to be a franchise. Right. <clears throat> and even if then it's, it's. I different. feel like I feel like each will be its own thing. Mm. You know, it's it's like the Hercule, you know, Same the Hercule Perot yes. films yes. where they won't, you won't have to have seen all of them to get the next one. Right. In fact, it doesn't even matter what order you watch them in. Probably not. Uh, yes, they're very, they're just modern day Agatha Christie mm-hmm. uh, stories, I assume. Um, now, they, there is no source material, right? This is Ryan Johnson's. Yeah, uh, this is just him. His, his uh, character and world. Because um, this could be made into anything. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean. Obviously, um, yeah. I hope he keeps making like. I think he got a three three film deal from Netflix. From Netflix, for those. I think it's and, three, and that would be for two, three, and four, though, right? Yeah. Not include because the first one was no was first, just which sucks though. Because now I'm like, does that oh, mean yeah, there gonna, will not be a two, gonna, three, and four yeah, on my fucking shelf? There's gonna be some that's gonna fuck up some sort of collection. I don't know. Though, maybe they'll learn their lesson from the fact that Flanagan left. I doubt it. Probably not. I don't think they see things that way. I don't think they do either. You know what I mean? It's. It's kind of sad. I, unfortunately, I think they see things the same way that HBO does, mm-hmm. which is what they're doing in some cases is gross. Yeah, 
Oh, just like, straight up removing shit and, and like, burying it. And it's not available in any way. Imagine being on one of those shows that you fucking poured your heart and soul yeah. in for two oh, years. Oh, you and were now, creator of this show? Yeah. Where can I see it? You, you can't. can't. Nowhere. Nope. It does not exist anymore. It has been wiped clean other than... It's really weird. Yeah. And especially like... like I don't get it. Streamers for so long have been like, oh, fighting pirates, you know. Well, you just gave everyone a yeah. reason to pirate. Yes. For and, preservation and, and purposes. And they shouldn't feel bad about it. For preservation purposes alone. Yeah. I'm going to pirate this because I don't know if you're going to fucking delete yeah. it someday. I want I, I want to enjoy this. Yeah. So fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, another shitty movie I watched, Black Adam. Did oh, you watch Black Adam? I did. <sighs> Talk about bad dialogue. Yowzers. Christ. That movie took 15 years to get made. <coughs> that one. Oh my god. Uh... And I kindly gave it a two and a half. I think uh, did I give it a two and a half? I think I gave it a two and a half as well. And I think the extra like half star just came from Henry Cavill being in the last thirty seconds of the fucking movie. Which, if your post credit scene is all that's saving your movie, and then obviously that is never going to pay off. No, which I I do feel bad for Henry Cavill on that. Like, nope, they gave him permission to say, "Oh, by the way, I'm back as Superman," and yeah. then. Two weeks later, no, you're not anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Which, whatever. He'll go cry himself to sleep in his fucking Warhammer money when that's exactly. rolling in. Exactly. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to shed a tear for Henry Cavill. Um. Yep. Sorry, statuesque handsome man. You, you don't <laughs> look to be Superman anymore. Sorry, international movie star. Um, man, they just missed on the character so badly. They missed on all of them. With the uh, exception of, like... Hawkman was okay. Doctor Fate was pretty spot on, but fuck yeah, the Black Adam. Sorry, Rock, you're not a good Black Adam. You're not. I love that you he have. Could the passion. have. He could have been. Yeah, I love that you have the passion for the character, but again, Black Adam does not quip. Black no, Adam right. Does not say funny shit. Right. Black- I don't care if he because he does have not heroic qualities, but. He is an anti-hero. He's, yes, he's not evil. He's not evil for the sake of being no. evil. Uh, he's evil because his interests don't align with yeah, yours. He has his purpose, um, and if your purpose does not align with him, he will fucking murder you. Right? If you if you threaten him. So yeah, the quippiness really turned yeah. me off like immediately. Yeah, because it, it, it's 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 immediate. Yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. 90s, quippy and nineties skateboard kid was annoying as fuck. Holy shit. Uh, we get it. You've seen Terminator 2. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, yep. holy fuck. It yeah. was just, it was just a mess. It was yeah. a mess. I, was, was I a, wanted, that's I wanted, way to put it. it was a mess of a film. I wanted so badly for it to be good. Yeah. Because I just wanted so badly for it to be good. I, I wanted it for, to be Shazam level. And it was not. That's saying something, because that movie sucks too, I think. Yeah. I think the further we get away from it, the more that movie sucks. Yeah, DC is kind of flailing right now, because they've the movies they have left to come out are Shazam 2 and Aquaman 2. And I, again, I know there are fucking people out there who love Aquaman, but nope, not, I'm not one of them. I am not excited about... Until James Gunn's films start coming out, I am not excited about anything in the DC, unless fucking Batman is in front of it. Yeah, I... <sighs> I wonder, especially because it's James Gunn, if and and I guess it'll be fine for like people like you and I, but uh, maybe not, or maybe the studio would push back. Is it he's gonna just like pull out these obscure? Yeah, he'll fucking James Gunn it. Yeah, um, which <clears throat> I don't. I 
I still find it weird that DC gave him the reins because we fucking I love, do too. We love Suicide Squad. Yeah, that tanked. Did it? Oh yeah. Well, it came. It's because it came out pandemic. Yeah, and it came oh, out. Right, it came right, out right. day and date. It only made a yeah. like hundred million. Now I remember. Um, yep. and that's a good film, but it's not a universe. It's not a linchpin to a universe type of film. I do think that everyone. Uh, I think that the general. Uh, the general feeling toward that is that it's a good... I don't think it... Nowhere near 2017 Suicide Squad? Is that what the year was? What, 2016? Yeah. The, the really bad one. Yeah. Um, I don't... I, I think it is... The, the, the people think of it in generally positive terms, mm -hmm. uh, regardless of what it made. I, I don't know. Because you, you can't do... You can't do a Batman right now. Because there's already a better one. I don't care what you get. There's already a better one right now. Yep. <laughs> that, Superman, doesn't, that doesn't seem to want to connect to your right. universe. Uh, Superman is iffy at this point. Yep. Flash. Uh, yeah. Why are they even bothering with that film anymore? I don't even know. I don't know what they're doing with that. Um, no one seems to be able to pull their head out of their ass enough to do a Green Lantern story yep. that's worth a shit. I know, and I love that they like when they when they people are like, I can't believe they they pulled the Wonder Woman three script. I'm like, did you watch you Wonder Woman 1984? Yeah, it was fucking garbage. Yeah, it was terrible. I, I'm sorry, Patty Jenkins. I wouldn't have given you another one after that. I would have been like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, this one is terrible. You had all the goodwill in the world from part one, yeah. and you made this piece of shit. Sorry. That was one of the bigger disappointments that oh. I I can remember. Like just being shocked at how. Yeah. Mediocre at best, it was like really. This is the same writer director. Yeah, really, like, I'm not sure. I believe you. Even I remember. Even Robin was like, "Did the same person write this?" Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I don't know what's going on here." Yeah, like, I know this, this is sucks. Garbage. Um, so I don't know where do you even where do you go from there? Yeah, when like the one good film you well, I don't say one good film because you've also you put out Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, um, which was a good film. But the two best films you've put out recently are, like, the two worst ones that nobody saw. Yeah. Or the two lowest ones. Worst, worst Performing. box office yeah. ones that nobody saw. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Does, you know... And it's like, oh, well, that means you can't... The, the two of the lighter fared ones, too. Yes. So it's like, I, I hope DC doesn't go too far in the other direction, make everything all bright and poppy. But at the same point... They've been so. Just make a they've good, been real big fans of Gray and Brown yeah, the last just make decade. Just a good though. fucking movie. Yeah. Just make me a good fucking movie that is and, faithful to the characters that yeah. we love, and that's. There's plenty of shit to go around that I you can do, adapt straight up. I do not need a second Joker movie. No. I can tell you that. Although, right now. although, the fact that they're going musical with it is something. It's wait. It's something. they're fucking shooting the moon on that one. Yeah. They're like, this might suck. This might be great. We're fucking doing it. We don't care. Yeah. So I'll, I will give them that for taking the balls to do that. Have you ever rewatched Joker? No. I'm just taking an informal poll. I don't believe I have. I know that I haven't. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, what does that mean exactly? Mm -hmm. I remember thinking it was pretty good, yeah. but like... 
I don't care to ever watch it again, and I don't care to ever go back there. Yeah, I think if I ever rewatch it, it will be, be it will be for Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I'll be in like a hey, I'm gonna watch a couple Joaquin Phoenix performances. Right. I should watch this one, and not for hey, that's the Joker movie. Right. I, I don't think I'll ever go. You know, I, I don't feel like I'll be going into a Todd Phillips retrospective anytime soon. <laughs> um, I think it'll just because Joaquin Phoenix is one of those actors where I know at some point I'm gonna be like. I need to watch like eight of his roles. Yeah. Especially because I really, really need to watch You Were Never Really Here again. Because mm. that film was fucking awesome. And I feel that's that one, I've only seen it once. <clears throat> that's one of my, on my uh, kind of back of my mind rewatch yeah. list. Um, I'm far enough away from it now that I would want to watch it again. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do what you did this year, next year, where I'm going to just try to watch, watch and rewatch like a lot of like five star films. Yeah. Like, especially now that my, my movie viewing has calmed down to, like... I say calmed down. I'm still on pace for 400 this year. But... Well, early on, though, what were you on pace oh, Christ, for? I was on pace for, like, 600. Yeah. At one point. Um, I know at that one was point... Just, that just wasn't sustainable. I was on pace for, like, 300 at one point, mm-hmm. And I don't even think I'm going to get to two. Yeah. I basically... Well, up, other than the last month, which I've averaged one a day... Um, I didn't watch shit during the summer yeah. and early fall. And I and I really never do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of the way I kind of... My watching is... My time gets taken up by other things in those yeah. times of the year. But, like, from now until, like, April, yeah, I'll yeah. watch a movie a day. And I think I'll definitely take a hint, a hit for a while because I'm going to... As soon as January hits, I'm, re, I'm restarting the Dark Tower novels. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try to read them all. Because, again, we haven't really talked about it yet, but we guessed it, and apparently this was long gestating. Like... Oh, oh, oh. Flan- the- yeah, uh, Mike Flanagan has left Netflix. Um, because it's funny, too, because they didn't renew, like, Midnight Club for a season two. And, like, then two days later, he says, yeah, we're done with Netflix. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, then, and then he released all the spoilers for what would have been season two, uh, which I love. He's like, oh, this is how everything would have ended. So, uh, Netflix, you can't ever do that again now without me. And, again, uh, I'd love to, we'd love to sit here and think that, like that was a gotcha thing, but I don't think Netflix cares. I don't. No. I just don't think they look at things that way. No, Netflix is probably like, okay, next. Yeah, I don't think they think of. They don't think of it like that. They do. They do want their. If you're not either getting streamed multiple times mm-hmm. or getting them a ton of attention during award season, they don't care. Yeah, they don't need you. Yeah. They don't want you. I think. Yeah, I was listening to a screen drafts, and there was a guy on there who worked for Netflix in like 2015. Yeah, and he's like every day we would get these analytical sheets. And they'll say, like, you might wonder why they gave Sandler, like, seven a seven-film picture for an obscene amount of money. Right. And then you would see the the numbers, and, like, his films do remarkably well overseas. Yep. Oh, yeah. So even if no one in America is watching this one, they're getting the numbers. And right. we know the numbers every fucking day, and everything over there is data-driven. Which... And it also doesn't help that they don't share shit no. with the public. And they, they don't have to. No. They don't, they're not... It's their company. They yeah. don't need to. They don't, they don't need to do that. But it is weird. It is weird in a... In a... Uh, in an industry where... That is driven by yeah. box office numbers that everyone is aware of. Yeah, um, and it's like... Uh, for me, it shoots... They, I mean, we've talked about it before. It shoots themselves in the foot because it's tough for me to get heavily invested in a show. Yeah. If you don't like, know... Like, I still haven't there. finished... Sandman, which I was fucking waiting and waiting and waiting for. Right. Because when it finished, they they took like a month and a half to announce, yeah, we'll probably do a season two. 
And without without and it's like okay if they don't do a season two do I really want to invest the ten hours in right. this? <clears throat> I got other shit to do. Yeah, I mean like, but the, meanwhile the, you know because Wednesday did really well, they've announced like season two and three I think already. Well, anything that's aimed at the demographic that's just that's gonna just watch it. Yeah, ten fucking times. Which is weird to think that I get it, but yeah, it seems like Netflix is really driven by tween numbers. It really a is. Lot. It is. Like well, I, know, I know if the kids at school are talking about it, it it's sense, probably gonna though. get another season. Yes, it, that, it makes sense because yeah. I mean, they just that's what they do. They fucking watch the same shit over and over. Oh yeah, and over I've and had over. so many kids like, "Have you finished Wednesday yet?" I'm like, "No, I'm I'm still on season two, kids." Yeah, and they'll be like, "We've seen it like three times now." And yeah. I'm like, I get yeah. it. That's what we were like, but right. <clears throat> But damn, yeah, but that's how Netflix operates, and so I'm I'm very glad that Flanagan was able to go to Amazon, and basically they said okay, yeah, you you ha- and he has, and the interesting thing is he has the, he has the rights to the Dark Tower, and even though he has signed a Net- an Amazon exclusive, he doesn't have to put it through. He can go to Netflix with it if he wanted to, if yeah. Amazon passes on it. Oh. He he can take it anywhere if Amazon passes. It's actually a pretty good deal. It's a great deal for him. Amazon would be fucking stupid to pass on it because it's like you've got the guy under contract. Yeah. You spent a billion dollars just to get the rights to fucking Lord of the Rings. Like, why would you? And not? then twenty mil an episode. Yeah. You've you've thrown <laughs> down some fucking cash on that. Yeah. Lord, uh, the Dark Tower is not going to take that level of money. Right. But he uh, he he disclosed that he's known he's had that for a year. He just couldn't talk about it. So he's been working on it for a year. Like he's got the pilot written. He's got how he plans because he wants to do five seasons and two movies. So. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's that's something that I remember talking about like a couple of years ago. Yeah, because that's what Ron Howard wanted yeah. to do. Oh yeah, right. He wanted to do like two seasons and a movie, then two seasons and a movie, and then like another season. Flanagan has not tipped his hands on what he wants those two movies to be. It might be like a Wizards in Glass type thing where it's all pre where it's all backstory, you know, pre prequels to shit. Although one person on the King cast was talking about how they hope it's like because the way the book ends, the story doesn't end. The way the Dark Tower book ends, the story doesn't end. And they're like, what if he just keeps wrote, going, wrote the next story, and then made that the big two part movie? And I'm like, that'd be fucking awesome. Unless you get a Game of Thrones sitch. <laughs> someone, but then, someone they, they do, can't do it. <laughs> if they do five seasons of the good of yeah. good Dark Tower, I don't fucking care what he does. Right. Yeah. And Flanagan hasn't sucked yet. Right. Like nothing that I've seen of his that he has touched. I'm like, that's a piece of shit. That wasn't <laughs> good at all. That's a Wonder Woman 1984 right there. <laughs> Everything has just been like, holy shit, that was fucking amazing. Really Wonder Woman that one, Mike. Yep. So uh, I'm I'm very excited to see what he'll do with the Dark Tower. So I was like, "Fuck!" Now 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 seems like the best time to fucking reread it. Well, I'm like I have like 20 pages left of the second one. Maybe I'll <laughs> from like two years ago. Uh, maybe I'll get back in it too. Yeah, and I've never read it. Cl- I've never read the books close to one another. Yeah, because Christ, I think I read the first one like back in like '94, and then I read the second one in like '99. Were they, when were they written? 80s? Late 80s? Early 80s. Uh, the Gunslinger was like 82, I think, when he published that. Uh, and like the first three, there's quite a gap between like the first three and 
Then, oh, there's a huge gap then between f- four and five. I yeah. think it was. There's because he started rewrite. He started back into it after the accident, right? Because he's like, well, fuck, I better finish this. He got hit by a van. Yeah, and then he cranked those three out right close together. But I didn't read them that close together, so I don't know. It should be, and then I'm gonna try to read some like a lot of the tie-in stuff when they're appropriate. Yeah, because like. Insomnia really ties into that. But I had read Insomnia before I ever read any of the... I was on, like, book three when I read Insomnia, so I didn't really click with me as much as it should have. And I still haven't read Black House, the book he wrote with Strobe, which is, right. ties in quite a bit, I guess. I have, like, three copies of that somehow. <laughs> have I have not, a foreign language copy. I have not read one of them. <laughs> I have La Casa Negra, and I still haven't, and I still haven't read it. Uh, that's funny. Um... I was over here because I, I, it dawned on me that we're closing in on the end of the year, uh, and I was looking at. <clears throat> well, you reminded me of it a little, a little while ago. I can't remember what you said. Oh, about stuff that, about how I had been wa- trying to watch good movies. Um, so that got me thinking on um, kind of what my things for the year were. Uh, surprise, surprise! I'm going to make a spreadsheet <laughs> um, because I texted you. Oh, this is what I want to talk about. I texted you that the weird little. It shouldn't be that amazing given what kind of my movie-watching goals were for the year, but it still kind of was because of how it worked out. What I'm getting... I'll get to my point. Um, so this year, but the earliest movie that I watched, I think, was 1941. Mm-hmm. Um, Maltese Falcon. Yeah. And then, obviously, the most recent would be a 2022, of mm-hmm. which there are, I don't know, 30 or so. Uh so between 1941 and 2022, this year I watched a movie, at least one movie, in 64 different years. That's awesome. That's so cool. Out of like 80 something. Yeah. So I told you I'm going to spend the last couple weeks trying to fill in those weird little gaps. Yeah. Because there's a couple spots. Um, I love was... that Barton Fink is one of those fucking movies. Yes, because it feels such a great film, and it fills so many of my little slots that I've been doing. Yeah. Because uh, Barton Fink is 1991. I have. 63 to 90 mm-hmm. consecutive. And then 91 was a blank spot. Barton Fink will fill that in. And then I think I go up to 98 or 99. And then there's a one-year gap. And then it goes through to the rest, to 2022. Like 2000? I can't remember. I already have something picked out for okay. it. I can't remember what it was. So like, if it's 2000, you need to watch, rewatch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Ooh, that's on that, my list anyway. Because that just came out on 4K, and that's on my like, list I'm anyway. I'm dying I, to rewatch that in 4K because I've only seen it on like shitty VHS copies. I probably only saw, I think I rented it. When yeah, it came exactly. Out. I rented it when it came out on VHS. Yeah. And I haven't watched in it since 1999 or whenever. Um, yeah, so I will have the the reason that it's uh, that it's not that surprising is because one of my goals this year was to watch things. Uh, I started calling it. Like basically the before I was born, mm-hmm. so anything before 1976, but I I mixed in a lot of yeah. obviously a lot of 70s and 80s too, or late 70s and 80s too. Um, the reason, so that's why it's not that surprising, but it sort of is because in a lot of cases it's one movie, yeah. And I didn't do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. It was like I watched one movie from 1962 and one movie from 1963. Now, how did you did Did you just go through your fucking letterbox? And you have to. Well, oh, now when you go or put it in like order of year released watched or something? no, you can. Well, you can. They've added a couple features the last couple months, and one of them you can go to your movies, sort it by, uh, go to the diary section, and then sort it by when it came out. 
Ah. And you can kind of, I kind of scrolled through it that way. Um, I can't remember where, where you can see it that way, though. Uh, uh, sort by... Release date. Release date, newest fur. I'll go oldest first. Because that'll... Will that na- are you on the one where it will narrow it down just to this year? Of what you've watched this year? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can just do it this way. Custom posters is enabled? What? Yeah. I haven't They finally it. let us do that, apparently. Well, it used to just be a Patreon thing. Yeah. Now, yeah, I know. I haven't done it yet, but I noticed cool. it was available. Um, Let's see. How did I do that? Haxon in 1922, Invisible Man in 33, Bride of Frankenstein 35, Holiday Affair in 49, House of Wax 53, Black Lagoon 54. Oh, I had a three-year streak there in the 50s. <laughs> House of Wax, Creature from the Black Lagoon in East of Eden. Uh, Breathless, West Side Story, Cleo 5 to 7. Oh, I missed a 1963. 1964, Hard Day's Night, 67 Point Blank, Endless Samurai, both 67. Oh, good year. 68... I didn't have... Oh, I had a 69, 70, 71. Oh, these are, these are, this is more than this year, though. Okay, I think you have to go... Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's, it's hard to find... Uh, man, now I can't remember how I oh, did. Oh, man, that's like... 1971, I kicked ass. 71, I had The Panic in Needle Park, Walkabout, The Devil's Last Picture Show, and Duel and Harold and Maude. Good fucking year for 71. Yeah, I can't remember where. I'd have to sit down and go through it. But there's a place you can go now and go to just the diary, just the diary of what you've watched in 2022. And then you sort it uh, by year. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of see it that way. Uh yeah, because my goal, my goal then has kind of turned into uh, as far back as whatever the first movie I, I, I watch. I want to fill in mm-hmm. all of the gaps. Although I guess it's not going to take very long now. Uh, watching a lot of Hitchcock helps because for a while he was on a very oh, he strict. He cranks about like one a year, and it was yeah, exactly. He was on a very strict one every single year um, from like fifty-one to sixty something. He had one every single year. Um, they're not all the good ones, but. You can uh, you can fill in a lot of gaps that way. Um, What's the other one? Oh, and then the other thing was that the reason that Barton Fink uh, works so well is because it would be uh, I've watched almost every Coen Brothers this year. Uh, this would be f- uh, those two Barton Fink and Hudsucker would be fourteen, leaving just okay, how many the weird ones or the, <laughs> the, well not the weird ones yeah. the like uh, intolerable cruelty and which was. Which I bet would be interesting for you to watch where, you've watched, where you've watched some older films of late. Because that is a very, like, screw screwball throwback to, like, the 40s and 50s. Which is why I can see why it didn't work with modern audiences. It's not as bad as... I mean, it's still, like, a three-and-a-half-star film. Yeah. Or three-star. So it, it's... That and, like, Lady Killers, yeah, it's... Oh, these are the worst Cone Brothers, but they're still the ones. Fine. Well, that's the, been the kind of the funny thing is the... Um, because for a long time, I've always considered myself like, oh, they're like my some of my favorite directors. But then I'm surprised at how many I hadn't seen. Yeah. Because the ones that I had seen are so Raising Arizona and No yeah. Country for Old Men. and Yeah, I've watched 15 Coen Brothers this year. Yeah. 
That must be about it, isn't it? A serious man, no country, Miller's Crossing, intolerable, blood simple, raising Arizona, hail Caesar, Fargo, Hudsucker Proxy, Battle of Buster Scruggs, Inside Lewin Davis, Tragedy Macbeth, Drew Grit, Man Wasn't There, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Uh, that's... Did I? Okay, I'm like, did I not watch Blood Simple? No, I did. Um, I thought you did, I remember you yeah. talking about it. Yep. That's actually one of the only ones I didn't watch this year, because I watched it last year. Um... Same with uh, Buster Scruggs. I watched it when it came out. I did not rewatch it. I guess I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but of the ones that... So, like, I had never seen Serious Man, Miller's Crossing. Um, I think I had maybe seen Hail Caesar, but I don't know. I love Serious Man. Uh, that is such an under, it is. underrated gem. Uh, I had not seen Lewin Davis. Had not seen Burn After Reading. Um, <laughs> but just Fargo, True Grit, No Country, and uh, Oh Brother and Raising Arizona. Like, that's what... I could watch those five for the rest yeah. of the fucking days and be um, happy if those were the only Coen Brothers films I ever rewatched. So I was surprised at how many I hadn't seen, but then I wasn't surprised at like the quality of the ones, like when I did go back and watch Miller's Crossing and Serious Man and all that stuff. But Man Who Wasn't There is like pushing that top five. Oh, that's so good. That movie is so good. Way out of line, mister. Way <laughs> it's like, was that, I, was that a pass? I love, and I love, and again... We didn't mean to do this, but because we're doing the monochrome for the holidays, right? On the other, <laughs> that's pretty good. I swear, half the time Nate votes on shit. It's just because of whether or not he can make a pun. Right. Um, but one of the films that is that finished top three was Man Who Wasn't There. Um, and then you're like, Excuse me. I just watched that. That fucking movie. Yeah, that movie is so because it's so su- it's such a great film noir without being a film noir. It's like. Yeah, the main dude is a fucking second chair barber. Not even the best barber in town. Not even doesn't even own his own shop. You know, the greatest noir of all time is led by an insurance salesman. That is so. true. That is true. Uh, but man, my my one line review for it was, well, that didn't go well at all. No, <laughs> it did not. Nothing went well. I mean, and I know that's that's the genre. Yeah. Uh, but man, it was just one kick in the nuts after another. Poor bastard. Yeah, and he was just so passive. Through yeah, the whole and he thing. and he's just like just rolling with it. Like, yep. man, that sucks. <laughs> Guess I'm gonna fucking get electrocuted now. Yep. <laughs> Guess so. Uh, no, but wow, that was that was uh, one of my very favorites that I watched this year. Uh, and I and I I did I did like all the other ones, but I, I I that one is close to that top tier, and it's one that I you. I say you don't hear about, but like, you really don't. You it's still don't. It's, it's not on. It's not on Blu-ray, really. I think it got like a very <clears throat> short release, but like I, I still have my DVD of it. Like, why isn't that one in a Criterion or an Arrow or yeah. some, you know, a prestigious label? Why don't? Why hasn't that been released? I think it's because I think it was Miramax. So, which, well, you do a lot more of, uh, uh, like, kind of watching a bunch of a certain actor. Um, so is Frances McDormand? She must be very close to the top of your list. Too. Oh, I bet she is. I don't think anyone can overtake her for me. I think I'm at eight or nine. <clears throat> Frances McDormand. I, I mean, Nick Cage leads this year. Yeah, because you know, you, you do a Nick Cage month, he's bound to be at the top. Right. Uh she is third. Um, Nick Cage was in forty three. Mads Mikkelsen is at twenty two. Frances McDormand is at seven with Stephen Root, who. Appeared in just so eight, what a, a couple Dorman different. Did I, I was watch in three you... of the Cone, four of the Cone Brothers films that I watched? So 
Oh, oh, the one that I watched this year that you didn't uh, would be Mississippi Burning, I bet. Mm. Or French Dispatch. Yeah, I didn't watch French Dispatch this year. I watched it last year. <clears throat> um, After that, it's just a bunch of people that are in the Scream movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get... Uh, John, John Goodman's Towards the Top. As you would expect, yes, with Coen Brothers films. John Goodman is, but yeah, uh, Joel Cohen is fifteen films by him. Yeah, Ethan six, and then after that, it's a bunch of people with four. I have a very international. Uh, I do too. Sergio Leone, and I've got Park Chan Wook, Denny Villeneuve, Edgar Wright, Anders Thomas Jensen, <coughs> Manaheim Golan, uh, Lee Chang Dong. What was uh, what else of his did you watch? I watched Peppermint Candy and Burning. Okay. Because Burning was when I really tried to get us to watch, but it lost yeah. out. See, that was a good one for. Uh, it's still pretty mainstream. Yeah. Um, very available. Mm-hmm. That's the one I tried to get to beat Parasite. Yeah, it really that would have been that would have been good. Yeah. Uh, that movie's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm. Uh, if I finish up the way that I want to, I will get uh, both Paul Newman and Jimmy Stewart into my, at least onto the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm watching Anatomy of a Murder right now. I feel like I have seen it. Probably have. But when? When would I have ever so which, which watched that? Kind of oh, have you seen The 39 Steps for Hitchcock? No. Watch that one. Is that older? Older. Yeah, like, it's like one of his first American films, okay. if I remember correctly. It's either like his last British or his first American. But it's one of his earliest films. He's already Especially one of his earliest good ones. But it's fucking good. Watched it his this That's year. like one of the films that's like a key to understanding Hitchcock. Like I gave pretty much all the ones that I've watched this year for, but... I 1935 that came out. Yeah. I shouldn't have. I should have, because I, I, <clears throat> I think Rear Window is my clear favorite. Of the ones that I've watched this year. Oh, Rear Window's so good. Rear Window's awesome. Um, but Vertigo's awesome, and Rope mm-hmm. is awesome. Strangers on a Train with Fine. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to get in uh, North by Northwest and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great one. Uh, Wrong Man. I've never seen Wrong Man. Because uh, I have an outside chance of getting Henry Fonda into my list, too. But it's not, lo- it's not looking good. But we'll try it anyway. Um... So what we should do if we are able to record again next week is uh, have do our end of year thing because I was uh, while you were talking about um, something there I was looking at my twenty twenty twos I didn't oh Rebecca. Yeah, Rebecca I didn't rate a lot of things super high this year from from this year I didn't think I did but I did I, I mean very few fives I only have one let me see where my I only have one, and I'm not even sure it's my favorite movie of the year. What do I have for fives? Let me see. Pull up. Yeah, right now I have everything everywhere all at once. The Northmen. And, and this this is not a five-star film, but for me it is Clerks 3. Okay. Like, I don't even know if I'd put Clerks 3 in, like, a top ten of the year for films. Right. But it's just... this. This is We were 19 when Clerks came out. Yeah. We were in our 30s when Clerks 2 came out. We were in our 40s when Clerks 3 came out. And right. It, 
Yeah, it hits differently when you're when you're right. the same age when you're aging with those characters. Ooh, speaking of, and not to derail this, uh, we watched because it's December. We watched Christmas Story last week. Mm-hmm. First time I've seen it since I was a kid. That movie is made for parents. That movie's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. I remember just being like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. You watch it because it's December and it's on every mm. fucking day. But, like, it wasn't... I didn't, like, have a like a special place in my heart for it. Yeah. Robin and I were, like, teary-eyed watching it the other day. Like, that movie's awesome. See, now you need to watch A Christmas Story Story. Oh, yes. Yeah, we're going to. I think which, that's, is, which is fine. I think that's tomorrow. It hits all the legacy sequel tropes. Yeah. Like, perfectly. Like, oh... Oh, there's that character. Hey, it's the same actor playing him. And, yeah. You know, that type of shit. And it ties yeah. in. Scott Farkas as an adult is unsettling. Yeah. He's, he's a weird looking dude. <laughs> Still, we never grew out of that, I no, guess. No, no, no. Didn't grow into his <clears throat> looks at all. Um, but it was it was a, a good, sweet movie. It's not yeah. like I'll watch it every Christmas, but. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that was worth being made. Yeah. And, and good on you, uh,. Peter, Peter Billingsley, Billingsley for making that get made. Well, he's he's. I'm gonna end up. Well, I don't know if it'll be enough to get on the list, but three. Yeah. Because I we're we gonna watch. Well, we watched half of Elf last last night. And he's an elf. Uh, That's so, right. He is. Yes. Yeah, he is. He's the uh, the elf foreman. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he's gonna end up with three movies on my list for this year. Uh, yeah. I, the only five I gave. The only movie I gave a five was uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and then uh, Batman, Nope, Top Gun, and Northman. Northman and Decision to Leave all four and a half. So yeah. I gave well, my four and a half are pretty plentiful this year. I gave Thor a four, and I'm not sure I feel like that anymore. I think the further I, I get away, from I gave it, it a four and a half. And yeah, I bet if I rewatched it again, I'd be like, no, more of a four. I think that movie's kind of might might be kind of a mess. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely a mess. And because I think we're so quick to forgive. Taika, because, oh, no, it's just quirky. Maybe that movie's a mess. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I will 100% agree that that movie's a mess. Um, But I love seeing Christian Bale in it. Even yeah. though his character, I'm just like... Even though he seems to be in a totally different movie than everyone else. 1,000%. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys doing the same thing? Were these two movies yeah. edited together? Uh, two different movies? No, like, I do love Taika movies. I would never put Taika in charge of the universe. No. No, let him let him have his own little weird ass universe. Yeah, um, and yeah, and frankly, which I is kind of like what I would have done with James Gunn, but then DC decided to give him the whole universe. Right. That, yeah. Same exact idea. Like, yeah. uh, but I think, well, maybe he wouldn't be. I would like to think Taika is self aware enough to be like, no, I don't want to do that. You don't want me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> let me trust me. Yeah. You don't want trust me to me. do that. Hitler's going to appear in one of these Marvel <laughs> movies at some point, and I can't do you say want it's going to be a good movie? thing. Plus, I just want Taika to get away. I, as much as I love having him make Marvel movies, I want him to get back yeah. to making his fucking movies. Right. His movies are so fucking cool. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. How did I just... I mean, I'm glad it? this gave him the money and the career to do whatever the fuck he wants. Right. <clears throat> I want him to go back to making like smaller, weird, fun films. Yeah. Um. I'll be anxious to re... I, <laughs> I'm anxious to re-watch uh, Northman and... Well, I've seen the Batman twice, but uh, I don't like watching two thi- watching them twice mm. in the same year because of the way it logs. Yeah. I don't like that shit. So I will watch them both, and I bought both on 4K, so yeah. uh, I have not rewatched Northman, not just because of the double logging thing. Yeah, I think. But also because... Yeah, uh, it's next weekend, Andrea works. So, like, the 30th, the 31st, and the 1st, and the 2nd, those four days off before we return to school, I'm yeah. going to log so many fucking movies those, yeah. two, those four days. Because, again, it's 
a lot, a lot of the best of 22 that we haven't seen yet are just yeah. starting to make their way out and are available, so I'm going to, like, crank them out. Um, I'm going to watch the... Um... The Banshees of Ivermectin or whatever. Shinarin. <laughs> it's awesome. I've heard it is just the best. And the trailer is misleading. Like Okay. The trailer comes off as kind of lighthearted and funny. It is. Yeah. But it is that film goes to some dark fucking places, man. Uh Barry Keegan, fucking amazing in it. Yeah. Uh he's I have determined that I like Barry Keegan in, when he's in small doses in movies. Yeah. Like, he just kind of shows up. is fucking weird. He usually is in small doses, yeah. though. <clears throat> yeah. But he's perfect when he's used like that. Um, it helps that he's also Irish. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a very fucking Irish film. Did you just watch it recently? Yeah, like a couple days ago. Because yeah. it's on HBO Max yeah. now. Uh, but yeah, I fucking love that movie. Martin McDonough can do no wrong for me. Every movie of his I've seen, I fucking love. Yeah. And I didn't realize he was a, a director of photography for years. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he did, like, a ton of DP shit. Um, but, yeah. And it just makes me want to go back and rewatch fucking In Bruges and... Yeah, if you can find it. I can't find it. I, I missed I've out. Uh, Second Sight uh, Blu-ray company out of the UK did, like, a gorgeous special edition, but I missed out on it. Um, so I have to wait for it. And I, I have a DVD of it. Yeah. Thankfully, but... Um, <clears throat> I can't remember if I if it was available. It might have been available. Like I'm not gonna pay fucking fifteen dollars for it. Yeah. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah. Well, it's like Christ, I still I just still don't own three billboards from all right from whatever Missouri town that fucking was. But yeah, yeah. I keep waiting for a, a. That was one of those ones. I'm like, oh, that'll come out cheap on Black Friday, and it didn't. <laughs> so I never picked it up. Uh oh, this was an interesting one I added because I. It was on, it's on, Tubi's awesome. Um, have you seen Plan 9 from Outer Space? Oh, yes. Like, the worst movie ever made. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've seen... I double feature the shit out of that with Ed Wood. I have seen documentaries of it. I've never seen the movie. I've seen documentaries of it that are longer than the movie itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I have never watched the movie. Uh, it's only 79 minutes it's long. It's not nearly, I mean, it's bad film, but it is not nearly as bad as, yeah. it, it is not the worst movie of all time. Uh, not even close. How about Invasion USA? The Chuck Norris one? No. Oh. No. Uh, 1952. Oh. Yeah, it's on Tubi also. It's got a oh. whopping 1.8 on it. Oh, no. I, I mean, if you're talking the the Canon <laughs> Films Chuck Norris film, fuck yeah, I've seen it. Uh, ooh, to get my uh, Jimmy Stewart up, Flight of the Phoenix. I've never seen that. I've heard that it's very good. Yeah? it It's rated higher than I thought. I guess I, I think that's a Criterion release. Maybe. It's on HBO Max right now. Uh... The Hustler was five bucks the other day. Uh, Ooh. Color of Money was five bucks. Uh, the older films of Denis Villeneuve are currently on the Criterion channel. Yeah. You need to watch Incendies. Well, it's Holy been on my list for shit. like years. Fuck, man. And it's pretty short, right? Uh, that was about two hours. I was think. it? It fu- That film fucking ruined me. Yeah. That film was so nice. good. <laughs> yeah. I watched that and I'm like, I'm a fucking wreck. But it has that. Uh, thirty August of thirty second on the planet on Earth, or whatever the fuck yeah. that titles. That one was interesting, and I'm still have to, I still have to watch Maelstrom, which is also on there, which has like is narrated partly by a fish. But okay, <laughs> now do you have, uh, do you have any Hitchcock hard physical copies of anything? I have like an older set of like some of like a five release set that cost yeah. me like eight bucks or some shit, right? Just one of those, 
I keep waiting for like the perfect box set. Yeah. Which will never come. Which will never fucking or come. Or it will come. There'll just be another one five years later. Yeah. Because they've put out a couple ones like, oh, that's got like five titles in that one. Because usually if you find a box set, it's like, okay, it's got the birds, it's got Vertigo, you know, a couple other random <clears> ones. <throat> but there's never like, where's that 20 film box set that has yeah. like fucking the films? Right. Because um, I wanted to squeeze in Man Who Knew Too Much by the end of the year. But yeah. No. That, yeah, that was impossible. It's like fifteen dollars. They're like in Bull Moose. I because I, I checked Bull Moose when I was there the other day to see if they had the copies. They did not. Yeah. So because if they did, I was going to grab you one, but nope. <laughs> They're nothing. Bunch of assholes. Uh, I bought <clears throat> uh, left the right one in was four ninety nine a couple oh, weeks ago. So I bought good. that. That feels so good. Um, the heck is that that I've got on my list? Side effects. What the fuck is that? Steven Soderbergh. Oh. Yeah. Why did I put? Why would I have put that on my list? Because it's Soderbergh. Worth watching. I know, have have like, you seen the trailer for my, for Magic Mike Three? No. Oh, it looks fucking good. I've never seen you Magic need, Mike One or Two. You need to. Really? I swear to God, Magic Mike is a gorgeous fucking film. I've heard it. I, really I good, hate but... that I have to even say that because it looks like the biggest piece of crap. But I mean, it's Soderbergh, and it's a good story. Um, XXL is kind of a stupid fun road trip movie yeah but three looks good again like uh soderbergh did not direct two no or, or xxl and the new one's called like magic mike's last dance or something like that yeah like i, I can't uh, believe they made a fucking channing shaped channing tatum stripper trilogy why not uh in bruges on my list it is available on voodoo <gasps> Man, we just fucking talked that into existence. It's on sale. Nice. <laughs> fucking right. Is it, twice, is it? Is it in 4K? That is twice this week that I've talked into... into uh, no, it's not. Damn it. I don't care. I'll buy it anyway. Um, that's twice this week that we've talked something into... A uh, talk to sale into, into existence. Barton Fink was... I had never even seen Barton Fink... I've never seen it never streaming was. anywhere. It never and was. And it was always $15. Never and I don't, was on think, sale. I don't think there's a Blu-ray for that one. Yeah, no, had, it's DVD only. I've had my DVD for fucking ever. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm going to buy that right now. Ugh, I want to do it on the app. Um, no, that's good. That uh, that will go good with the, the, uh, the new one. Now, that one is a little bit funny, right? Martin Fink? No, in Bruges. Oh, In Bruges is very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also sad as shit. Oh, yeah. they do have their standard edition now available, but I want that fucking special edition. Because Second Sight, all of their special edition comes slipcased. Oh. And they all, often they have, like, a little book of essays. And yeah. not just, like, a pamphlet, like, a 50 to 60 page book sometimes. And they do tons of shit. Sadly, they're, they're a UK-based company, so when I order shit, it's... The shipping is not great, so I usually... If I order stuff from them, I do like a hundred bucks at a time. What is Mishima, and why would I have put it onto my list? Ah, uh, Mishima, that's, um... <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, it's clearly good. Paul Schrader, written and directed by Paul Schrader. Also, Indeed. Uh, Criterion. Uh, George Lucas and Francis Ford Coppola were producers. Yeah. Well, it was the 70s, like... Oh, that was like, that was like 81 85. Or, 85, that's that late, wow. Yeah. Like, they're all part of that, you know, 70s group of... Put it on my Guys list. Guys, all love one another. Put it on my list at some point. Uh, 
still have Brooklyn on every single watch list. <laughs> I've never seen it. Um, Stalag 17. How is that? William Holden. 1953, no? I didn't watch that one. You haven't watched that one recently? No. <clears throat> I've heard the title. I have a chance. It's a Billy Wilder. Uh, I See, have... that's, some, that's someone I need to watch more of is Billy Wilder. Yeah. I want to go on like a Billy Wilder. All of the ones that I have watched, I have liked. They're all great. I know they just put like The Apartment out on 4K, which I, I really enjoyed The Apartment. I almost think that's... But I mean, that guy, his career is much like Soderbergh. It's like he jumps from like comedy to yeah. drama to thriller. He can do everything. Uh, I own Sunset Boulevard. Still haven't oh, watched it. Sunset Boulevard is so good. Um, Witness for the Prosecution, I cannot find. Never seen. Um, but those are both top 250 movies. Witness for the Prosecution is uh, 177. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, you must have watched some uh, interesting things in the in the meantime. Oh, I'm sure I did. Let me go to my... Uh... Diary here that were not Moonfall or I watched a bunch. I watched a bunch of Christmas stuff. Um, one of the really fun ones I watched. It just came out on Shutter. It's called uh, Christmas Bloody Christmas. Yep. Um, picture Terminator, but with robotic Santas. Okay. Like it, it's one of those things where it's just like it's an absurd premise, but it's just done really well. It's a Joe Bigos film, and he just does kind of like um. <clears throat> low budget kind of grimy grindhouse type things but it's uh it's in a world where a bunch of decommissioned army androids <laughs> were turned into santa robots uh, okay. and then and then they took over and then on one night they become one self-aware starts, one starts fucking murdering shit nice. and that and it's just all about these this you know this woman who's like owns a fucking record store trying to evade a fucking murderous robotic santa right Fun like shit. You, like you would. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's nothing you're going to ever take seriously. Oh, why am I not finding my fucking diary? Jesus, there we go, diary. Uh, and we watched last night Rare Exports, which was a Finnish uh, Santa Claus movie. That was fucking cool. Okay. It's um an interesting take on the Santa Claus mythos. Where there's this mountain in Finland where these, like, a U.S. development company is drilling down into the mountain and discovers something. And, like, people and, like, all the children in the na nearby village start getting kidnapped by these naked bearded men. And you think they're Santa. No, those are the elves. So that's why that's why the whole thing that Santa's everywhere came about. Because all of the elves look like our Santa. And Santa looks more like Krampus. The tagline is pretty good. What is it? <laughs> he knows if you've been naughty, he knows if you've been nice, and he doesn't give a shit. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, the best thing about the movie is, like, the main character is, like, a 10-year-old who is fucking awesome. Like, he's, like, straight out of, like, 80s movies, 10-year-olds. Yeah. Like, oh, he's got a gun, he's driving a fucking snowmobile. Yeah. He's hanging on to a fucking load of fucking kidnapped children as a helicopter flies him away. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's, it's nutty, uh... But fun. Um, we watched a couple really terrible, well, not terrible Christmas movies. Holly and the Hot Chocolate, which was a QVC release. Like, QVC made a movie. <laughs> and surprisingly, it wasn't a bad film. But I'm like, I'm fully expecting ads for Hot Chocolate anytime in this movie. Right. You know. Um, That's pretty funny. What the hell was Why Hide? 
Oh, I think those are different. Oh, Christmas presents. Yeah, that was not that great. Uh, don't open till Xmas, which, man, that was a grind grindhouse little fucking Christmas film. Um, it's about a mass murderer that's just killing Santa, people dressed in Santa costumes in, like, London. And I'm pretty sure there were, like, ten dead Santas within the first 45 minutes. <laughs> like, this guy was just fucking killing them left and right. Um, oh, Surviving Christmas? The Ben Affleck Christmas movie from... 2004. Oh. You ouch. can... He like, I think ouch. I wrote, like, you need to watch this on a Gravitron so you can feel his career circling the toilet as you watched it. Like, that... He was in a different movie. Like, he was trying to, like, almost Jim Carrey it with, like, his yucking it up and manic energy. And really? it does not work on Affleck at all. Especially when he's, like, playing off Gandolfini and, like, Christina Applegate. It's like, dude, you are you are being outclassed by Christina Applegate in yeah. this film. Hard. Uh, that was a steaming pile of garbage. Uh, Watch the Roadhouse again. Um, but let me tell you, yeah, my for, my review of the 4K was it's everything you ever want to be. But I'm surprised it was so clear you almost could see the puddles left behind from every woman he talks to in that movie. <laughs> Like, as we're watching Andrew's, like, I'm pretty sure you can see that woman orgasming right now as he's looking at her. <laughs> uh, just peak that. fucking Swayze, that yeah. film. Uh, Spirited, which is interesting. It's on Apple. Um, it's oh, the, that's the... the Will Ferrell. Yeah. I gave it a three. Uh, it's a musical, which is not a good idea. Okay. Because let me tell you, they can't fucking sing. No. Although there was one, I think I put the the, the afternoon the song "Good Afternoon" was fucking <clears throat> hilarious. Because apparently back in like the Dickensian times, telling someone "Good Afternoon" was like telling them to fuck off. Mm. Like if so you're like, yeah, "Good afternoon to you." So too. it's like, "Good day, sir." Yeah, I said "Good day." <laughs> it's very much like that. Um, but it's it's a twist on the the Dickensian Christmas Carol, where Will Ferrell is. He is in char He's one of the people in charge of like the organization where they pick a person every year to like Christmas Carol, you know, and try to get them to change and do good and all that shit. Um, but it couldn't find the balance between like there are parts I'm like, oh, this would be fun to watch at school. Then I'm like, oh nope, can't oh, watch can't this watch at school. school. Can't watch this one. Nope. Um, so I just couldn't find that sweet spot where it needed to be at. Uh, worth a watch, especially if you already have Apple Plus. Was Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds. One. He was. He was. He was more on the dick spectrum. Do you of think Ryan Reynolds? But but Will Ferrell was being Will Ferrell. Ryan Reynolds was being Ryan Reynolds. And for some reason, uh, Olivia. Um, Mun. No. <laughs> um, oh, Octavia Spencer. Octavia. Octavia Spencer was in it. She was very good. Um, but yeah. Again, Are you still on a Thirty Rock? Oh yeah. Thing. I mean. It's not until the very end, but like the Octavia Spencer, yeah, is awesome. Yes, is. Uh, do you think Ryan Reynolds could do something else, and that's all anyone wants from him? No, I don't think so. Either. I don't think so because the few things I've seen him try to be actory in, yeah. he's not very good. Maybe when he part of it, I think right now too, he's just too fucking handsome. That's part of it. He's handsome and he just kind of looks like a smartass. Yeah. 
Well, um, and it's and it's taken him very far. Yeah, it, it, I exactly. I'm not begrudging the no, man. He one has thing. he has done everything he needs to do to make his career, yeah. and he's he's found roles that are very good for him. And he's married to Blake Lively. He's yeah. doing all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, owns a fucking soccer club and a fucking yes. company. Yeah, he a, does. He does all the cool stuff you wish you could do. Like, man, yeah, I wish I could own a fucking soccer team or yeah. Um, so yeah, he he has he made, sold his gin company for a shitload of money. I think yeah, he's made good use of what he has made. Yeah, um, and maybe there will come a point when he gets older. I say that he's in his four, late forties right now. I think maybe fifties. He's older than us. So maybe when he, but he still could pass for like early thirties. Oh yeah. Um, there might be one of those roles out there where he'll just switch and click. Yeah. Right now. Either he doesn't look for those roles, or he just doesn't get those roles. See, like, and we have since learned that it's true, but, like, so I'm not, like, just plucking this out of nowhere, because he, he's done it, but, like, I think of it the same way as, as Sandler, but, like, Sandler can do it. Yeah. Oddly enough. Yeah. Um, he's made his money elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he can do it. Yeah. He just doesn't want to. I don't think Ryan Reynolds can. Yeah. I mean, he was good in, like, Mississippi Grind. But he was still kind of that charming yeah, douchebag. Yeah, still playing the same guy. And yeah, much. don't go up against Ben Mendelsohn if right. you don't want to. If, if you want to show your acting chops, don't play a sleaze ball against Mendelsohn. Yeah. He'll fucking out when you. He'll out sleaze you every time. Um, somewhere out there, there's a director who's a writer director who's got like the project to do that for him. Yeah, haven't found it yet. Christ, I think like the most dramatic I've seen him in was Buried. And he was good in that because it was just him in a fucking coffin the oh, whole right. movie. <clears throat> but I still don't think that was that big of a stretch for him. Right. You're now you're just Ryan Reynolds in a coffin. Yeah, you just yeah, now you're just, <laughs> now you're panicky Ryan Reynolds. In a coffin. Yeah. In a coffin or a box what was he in? Um box. Yeah. Like a box. I mean, functioning as a coffin. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I have not seen that. It was good. But again. It is uh, what it is. Yeah, maybe someday we will see that. But then again, I I'd be perfectly fine just watching smart ass Ryan Reynolds be him for you know. If I want a serious well, yeah, actor, and, I've got other movies I can watch until people get tired of it. What is Barbarian? Bar uh, that's, that's funny. That's just the film I was going to talk about. <laughs> that is a very fucked up cool horror film. Um I will never stand in Airbnb again. <laughs> um this woman who is in Detroit for her job interview gets a B&B in an area of Detroit that you probably shouldn't stay in. But it's a nice house. It's, like, well done. Uh, you learn that the house is owned by, like, a Hollywood actor who's, like, fucking tanking. Did you see the top review? No. You can't spell barbarian without Airbnb. Nice. <laughs> yeah, Justin Long. Justin Long is the character who owns the owns the B&B because he's, like, just a Hollywood actor and he just, like, owns it. He doesn't even think about it. But then... Yeah. Two stories intertwine. You know, the reason the housing market is crashing. Yeah. Assholes like that. Yeah. Um, and he, he definitely plays an asshole. That film goes to some dark, disturbing fucking places, and it does not shy away from fucking with you. Very good horror film. One of the best horror films of the year. Um, when Yeah, because I always do a top ten horror when we do our top of the year. This will be very close to the top, I bet. Um yeah, Bill Skarsgård's in it, Justin Long, uh, Richard Brake. 
Did you watch Smile? <clears throat> no, that's one of the ones on my need to see it by the end of the year list because that's now out on at, on Redbox. So, but yeah, yeah, Redbox just recently got some stuff because like the Woman Queen is another one. I yep. wa- Woman King is one Woman I want to watch, and that just came out on Redbox. Uh, what else? Um, Tar. Yep. Just came out. I actually picked that up on 4K because. I um what's what's his name, uh the director of it I'm forgetting his name now. Hold on, Todd Field. Todd Fields. I was getting there. Has only made two films and they've both been fucking brilliant. Because he made uh, Little Children and In the Bedroom, which God, you don't want to say those together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's only made two films and they've both been like favorite films of the year for me. So I was like, fuck, I'll just buy it on 4K. It was, it came out, it was cheap enough. Little Children is like the super disturbing one, right? Yeah, that's the one where Rorschach is a child molester. Right. And has I have that s- fucking pool scene. I have seen that one time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. That, yeah, Tar's not available anywhere. No, that's the other reason I picked it up. I'm like, it's not streaming. Not it's streaming. Not... It's only voodooing for 20 bucks. Oh, uh, yeah, 3,000 Years of Longing, the uh, George Miller one. Right. That's... That kind of came and went. Did, was that not Barely good? even got... No, every review I've read of it is like, it's a good film. Mm. Um, I wonder if it was just too... It wasn't really for anyone. One of my favorite things to do is to read Redbox reviews. Oh, yeah? They're terrible. Oh, I bet. Almost everything's either a one or a five star, no matter yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So it's like, five stars, one star, five stars. No offense, but it's the grocery store cl- uh, crowd that are... That are reviewing red box things. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> they're like, hey, let's watch, the, let's rent a movie. Who literally picked it out by the box cover? Yeah. But which I bet, is, I bet which Paradise is actually kind City, of cool. starring uh, Bruce Willis and Stephen Dorff and John Travolta. I, uh, I actually am kind of jealous of people like that because I go into every oh, movie. Never mind. Those are all one star reviews of the top three. <laughs> I, I'm jealous of people like that because I don't go into any movie like that. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I mean, and, and neither do you. Yeah. We already know yeah, they what the just, general they consensus is. They can just go into is. a movie going, hey, I've never heard of this. Let's yeah. watch it. This might be the worst movie ever made, or it might win Best Picture. You know, and, and not knowing. Um, I kind of miss that. Uh, fucking letterboxed. Haven't yeah. gone to see Avatar. No. Are you um, going to? I will. I will, because I think that's playing this week. In... Oh my fucking word, it's... Over three hours it long. Is three fucking what hours. An asshole, long. that guy is. And God, I'm I'm very much waiting to get Eric's review of it because he fucking loves Avatar, loves James Cameron, and he saw it the other day. So I'm waiting to hear what he has to say about it. But everything I've read so far is it's good. Yeah, does not need to be fucking three hours long. I was gonna. Well, I still will go back and rewatch the first one, and that one's three hours long. Or damn close to it. Yeah. It's like a hundred. If you watch the director's cut, it is. It's like hundred and sixty-seven minutes or something. Yeah. yeah, but they said this one. It's almost exactly the same fucking plot. Like, <laughs> and, it took, and it took ten years to fourteen years yeah. or whatever. Because apparently, what's his name there? Um, Stephen Lang's character is back. He got transferred into the body of a Navi. <laughs> but he's still military now. My problem with the first Avatar is him and Sam Worthington. I fucking Not hate Sam him. Worthington. Sam, oh, yes, no, Sam Worthington. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, Sam Worthington's terrible. Is he in this? Oh, yes. Okay, because... Apparently I, they, like, sidelined Zoe Saldana for much of the film, and it's like, oh, so the best part... Which probably wasn't available. No, 
Oh, there's funny. Edie Falco is a character in this, is a Navi character in this. Okay. And apparently she, she filmed it four years ago and was surprised the film just came out. <laughs> She's like, oh, I thought it came out and flopped. <laughs> She's like, I... I... Ooh, ouch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when one of your people who filmed... Yeah, but she filmed her scenes four fucking years ago. And apparently, I, I read this, so who knows. Apparently, the cut of the next one is... Oh, they're, they're thinking that it might be, it's probably like, because he's got three more sequels lined up. It's nine hours. And he wants to do the effects work for all nine hours before he does the editing. So uh, part of me is just like, so you want to do all this work for I don't know, something man. that might not even see the light of day? Something about him rubs me the wrong way. And I love, like, obviously, I love, yeah. like, his movies and stuff. But just, I don't know, the way he goes about stuff. Yeah. I think it just goes all the way back to, uh, honestly, I think it all goes back to, like, years ago, hearing what an awful husband he is. Yeah. I and, like, like yeah. I've had a negative impression of him ever since. Part of me feels like he makes his decisions by, like, what's going to make me look like the biggest prick? Right. That's what I'm going to do. And then he picks that one. Which one will make me seem like a pretentious <coughs> asshole? Yeah. Oh, that one? That's what I'm going to do. It's like... Yeah, well, dude made it, fucking Terminator. Yeah, Eric like, did write. Uh, he wrote a fairly long review. Well, yeah. for Letterbox purpose, for Letterbox. Oh, I haven't uh, checked standards. it. What do you give it? Uh, four and a half. Yeah, that that tracks. He watched it Tuesday. Yeah, that tracks. Because <coughs> it's one of the things we give him shit about constantly is how much he fucking loves that movie. Yeah, and we're like, dude. It well, it, for me, it was the sort of thing where, like, the first time you see it, the spectacle of it yeah. all is like awesome. And, and then when you get home and you buy it when it comes out on Blu-ray and you watch it, and you're like, ooh, yeah. It's almost like, uh, like the old uh, the when you see him in the nightclub and then you see him the next morning, and you're like, holy shit, that's not what I thought. How much did I drink? No, that's not what you looked like last night, yeah. Avatar. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and again, I'm not gonna be grossed because he 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 just turned like thirty. Oh, really? So, oh, okay. so he's in like that, not that he, his age is making, but you know, he was of that age. Like He was a teenager when, yeah, he was a teenager when, when Avatar, Avatar came, out. came out. So of course. Like, Connor loved it too. So like, Terminator 2 is like ancient history for him. Yeah. That's pretty awesome, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when, when Terminator 2 is like your classics. Oh, that movie, that's, that's one of the classic old ones, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah. He really... He doesn't have a deep filmography. Cameron? They're just all monsters. Yeah, because he, <laughs> he, he takes 10 years to fucking develop shit. Which, I get it, he had to, in order to I see mean, his vision he, come to life. Basically, he had, only has eight movies. Yeah. But three of them are, like, the biggest films <laughs> of all time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh... Yeah, like, and then the other when, one, and then the other one's like true one lies. One of your lowest ones is like, oh, T two. That's one of his lower budgeted films now. Uh, yeah, and then there's True Lies. Yeah, although True Lies has True Lies is fun. It has one of my favorite movie lines of all time, and I say it all the time in my head. Was the Tom Arnold one when he goes to the door, <laughs> and he's, "Who's the door, hon? It's my mother, but your mother's dead." Yeah, I know. It's really weird. <laughs> That line has stuck with me for fucking 20 years. Uh, and I just laughed my head off the first time I heard and it. it's the and only thing I've ever liked Tom Arnold in. <laughs> ever. What else is he in? Fucking what garbage. else has Tom Arnold done? Garbage. He was in one of the Austin Powers movies, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Coneheads. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Cradle to the Grave. The one with DMX? Yeah. Wow. He's in that. Uh, Soul Plane. Uh, Exit Wounds, isn't that a Seagal? That is a Seagal. Fucking right it is. And, and DMX. <laughs> he was in a lot of DMX movies. Uh, yeah, a bunch of trash. <clears throat> yeah, well, not anymore. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. When you look at Cameron's fucking filmography is tough to argue against. <laughs> and, and look, uh, the dedication is next level. Yeah. Uh, the man... Yeah, when you spend all of your money and all of your, like, ten years... Making the technology to make the film you want to make, so that you can then make that film. I think that's what he's into. He is he's because I mean, you it was the tell. same thing with Titanic. The whole thing with making Titanic was, if I'm going to do this, I, I have to. Build to the fucking I boat. have to invent a company yeah. to invent a submarine that will go deep enough so that I can film it. Yeah, that is wild. Yeah, <laughs> wild. And then talk a fucking yeah. uh, studio into paying for it. Yeah, cause and he, he did because he could have <laughs> just said, "Okay, we're going to use a tank and a model and call it good." And most People wouldn't have known the fucking difference. But he's like, no, we're going to actually take, go down to the Titanic. Yeah. And and the movie studio paid for yeah. that. Oh, yeah. It was like $20 million just for the sub. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, by the way, I want to film this in a boat pretty much the size of the Titanic. Yeah. But we're going to need to build a set where I can submerge this in yes. water so we can do this. Wild stuff. You're like, all right, I guess. And then with the, this avatar, which I think is, it's a funny thing to use as a selling point because like 99% of the people don't give a shit. Like that with the avatar, he they invented the underwater mocap. Yeah. Most people don't care, Jim. Nope. Do not care. But that technology will now be used <clears throat> yeah. in a ton of fucking shit. Right. Yeah, it's, well, it's the same thing with like, uh, I think. Last of Us was the first one to use the full, the first video game mm -hmm. to use like, and that was like a big deal for that. Oh. But like people that are into video games would be into something like that. Yeah. People that go to movies don't give a fuck about no the water. They're not gonna be like, wow, that really looks like they're underwater. I don't even know if I don't know. I don't know. Would you even notice? Would you? Or would Tom you just Cruise assume? Just it's... Like fuck you! I was underwater for yeah. seven minutes. Yeah, ten no, years ago, I did that. <laughs> yeah, I almost drowned in a. Fake safe. Yeah. What, safe? No. Hard vault. Uh, vault. Yeah. Um, in either four, five, or six. I think that was four, Could not four, tell you yeah, which one. <laughs> I like all he's of them. He's released a couple videos promoting the next Mission Impossible of late. I'm not watching them. Where he's doing like insane shit. Like, oh, I'm just going to jump. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to film this while jumping out of the plane. Although I figure if it's... He's very into not giving stuff away. So I would think that that sort of thing wouldn't be... No, it's just him talking about shit. Yeah. You know, but doing it that one's while probably... skydiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because why just sit... <clears throat> why, why, why sit in a chair and talk about the movie when you can do it free falling to earth? Man, that man is just uh, hell-bent on dying on film. Yeah. Which <laughs> is why I'm surprised he has never teamed up with Cameron. <laughs> what do you think the insurance on Tom Cruise is? I can't even imagine. It must be. It's probably part of the reason he, he produces his own movies because no one will fucking pay for the insurance. Yeah. It's got to be wild. Yeah. Wild. What do you do? Oh, we're going to strap you to a plane? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you're going to be in the world's yeah. tallest building? Oh, okay. Yeah. But dude, the man fucking knows how to do his shit. He does. Uh, and <clears throat> he's... He's an insane, crazy person. Yeah, but... and is tied to some horrible shit. Yeah. Uh, but, and I know for most people, I will, I will, I, I don't, I can't get with their stuff anymore. Um, just on principle, but with him, I, 
I can't help it. I can't fucking help it, man. <laughs> I can't quit you, Tom Cruise. I just can't fucking quit you. I know you're awful. I know uh, Scientology has done some horrible, horrible things. How many bodies but... are buried in one of your properties? I right. don't know. Uh, but... Man, those Mission Impossible movies are good. <laughs> they're, they're so rewatchable. <laughs> I can't tell them apart. Don't know which one is which. Nope. But man, they're all so good. Uh and like the, you couldn't have made a more uh, military propaganda movie than Top Gun Maverick, but man, Jesus. it's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. Oh boy, yeah. uh, he's another one I'd love to do like a good month long retrospective on, just because he's had would, a. It would be he, easy too. Oh yeah, and he's had just such a wild and varied career. Yep. Oh, he's the man. He's the man. I don't like him personally, but Jesus. No, I don't want to hang out if with I, him. If, right I, if I was a movie producer and I'm like, I need to make, I want a movie that is guaranteed to make money. Yeah. It's oh. Tom Cruise. Yeah. I'm putting him in it. And he's like 60. Yeah. And is finally starting to look it. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Oh, the last thing I wanted to uh, say that I watched that was that was really uh, the moonfall of its day. But I don't think it was supposed to be, but was still a lot of fun. But it's still a pretty good movie. Was uh, Towering Inferno? Have you oh seen that? yes, that's the <clears throat> Paul Newman, Steve McQueen. Yes, yeah, so I'm like McQueen. I was gonna say the McQueen when I forget Newman's in that, but yeah. Uh, I just older... kind of want to rewatch it now that I know they fucking hated each other. Did they? Well, I, I, apparently Newman fucking hated McQueen, and McQueen didn't know. <laughs> that I can picture. Yeah, because. <laughs> Newman, for as handsome as that motherfucker is, he is a very serious actor. Yeah. He takes his craft seriously. Yeah. McQueen did not. <laughs> yeah, he seems... You can... It comes across, too. Yeah. He's just, just he's just there. Because the same thing with, like, Magnificent Seven. Like, Yul Brenner fucking hated him. Really? <laughs> yes. That's interesting. Yul Brenner fucking hated McQueen. Because McQueen mugs in every fucking scene he's in. Yeah. Uh, you get an older William Holden... Who, in a younger day, just would have pissed the fire out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he was older at that point. Um, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, Robin actually sat down and watched it with me. That's pretty long, too. Yeah, because um, they just did a, a screen draft. did a Paul Newman episode where yeah. they picked the best one. And it was pretty good. Um, yeah, because uh, I, I can't... I've been trying to find a... Co- like, I, gotta, I've, I think I'm going to find one on Amazon. But, like, the verdict, it's tough to find. As far as like physical copies, yeah, yeah, um, it was on sale. I I had bought it like a I don't know, at some point this year. It was yeah. on. It was a part of a four. So I really want to. I haven't seen that in fucking. I was a little let down since the eighties. I would be interested for you. But I did pick up. It. I did pick up like HUD. Yeah, finally. HUD stuff to find. Yeah, um, then, ombre. Yeah, I, I I picked up ombre. I bought ombre a little while ago. A couple other ones here and there. I mean, I already owned a bunch of them, but. Yeah, every, got, every time I watch a screen drafts episode, I'm like, "Fuck!" I just want to watch all those movies now. <laughs> yeah, but then you realize you think about that's 20 hours. Yeah, these guys prepped a month for this episode. Right. I can't do. I it can't next, do it this afternoon. I can't do it before the next week's episode comes right. up. Which, although I guess in January they're doing every Spielberg film. Ooh, I've watched several. This they're year. doing part one is going to be like the. I'm just going to say like 40 through 20. It, I can't remember how many fucking mil- films he... But, but it'll be, like, the lower half of his cat of his scores. Like, in year or rating? Rating. <laughs> okay. And then the next one will be the top half of the draft. And then the one after that, they're doing a Spielberg-produced draft. So there's going to be some fucking films in that, too. Yeah. When you think of all the shit he's produced. Um, but then it got me thinking, like, there's, a, there's a good chunk of Spielberg I, didn't, I haven't seen. 
Like, like, like at all? Yeah, like, uh, like, like Warhorse era. Warhouse, Warhorse, Tintin. See, I don't care to. I know, but the completest in me is like, fuck, I need to. Because the Fablemans just came out, like to to rent for like twenty bucks. Well, uh, I do kind of want to rent that. If interested, because um, I never see it streaming, I never see it on sale. Uh, Empire of the Sun is four ninety nine right now. I think I own that. I think I have a DVD of that. But if not, yeah, that's another one. It's like that film rarely gets discussed. I've never seen it, and it's that's Christian Bale mm. as a kid. Why isn't that like? Why doesn't that have a bear? Yeah, it's Christian Bale as a kid with Steven Spielberg. Never seen it. Yeah. I remember watching <clears> it <throat> as a kid and not really getting it because, you know, we were like 10. Well, because our other Steven Spielberg experiences were very different. Yeah. <laughs> very different. Yeah. Um, like just this year, not even really trying. And I have seven Spielbergs. Yeah. it's That's like how... Yeah. The dude's been making films since, like, yeah. 71. Because uh, I well, we watch Jurassic Park about every year. Yeah. And, and uh, he puts a movie out, like, every year. I try to watch Schindler's List as often as possible. I know. That's, uh, <laughs> but I did watch that. Too. This is the second time I've ever seen Schindler's List was this year. It's funny, too, because during the black and white draft, we almost had to make an agreement that none of us were going to put Schindler's List in. <laughs> that movie is so fucking good, though. I know it is. but we're because so we just Because we just were like, one of us is going to end up trying to push that forward out of doesn't anger. count there's color in it like <clears throat> oh yeah you're gonna make us watch that one well fuck you you've gotta watch schindler's list now i'm yeah. pushing this forward i'm gonna make you watch a fucking three-hour holocaust film in the holidays <laughs> i mean i guess you could get it out on a technicality because there is color of the, no the we, we, we agree that as long as color was not a prevalent part of the film that way you could have like little flashes of it yeah like but you couldn't go and like like of a like, red coat dan uh, of a red coat, uh, or like Sin City with like that yellow bastard, even though that would have never made it. But right. you know, just shit like that. Where if there's like one color that's kind of there, I for a Sin purpose. City in years. I just kind of forgot about it. That's one that do, I don't think holds up as well. No, like as I the remember first liking it. it. Yeah, it's still good, but like I remember the first time I watched it, I'm like, "Fuck, one of the best comic movies yeah. I've ever seen." Yeah. And yeah. now I'm like, eh, "It's a fine film." Yeah, Rodriguez is one of those directors that just really kind of fell off a cliff. I think he had a time. Yeah. There was a little window, and then it closed. Yeah. Uh, he's very of the 2000s, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love his fucking the early, early shit in his career, up until right about Sin City. I, I, I think love. of him in the same, like, brain space as, like, Paris Hilton. Isn't that weird? That is. But, like... But, no, I get it. That's when he was, like, the most popular. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just hasn't made shit. I did watch I two watch. new uh, Spielbergs this year that I hadn't seen, Munich and Bridge of Spies. Oh, Munich is so good. good. Bridge yeah. of Spies is... Eh. I really like Bridge of Spies. It uh, was good. Bridge of Spies is right up my alley. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what was the other Bridge one? Bridge of Spies, I was like, hey, that's good. I don't think I'll rewatch this. Uh, I'd like to rewatch The Post. The Post is in my oh, rewatch post is list. Good, yeah. yeah, I like The Post a lot. Um, I, I watched that during Thanksgiving last year. Was that your first time watching it, or had you seen it? First time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not... It, when you're kind of judging everything like that uh, up against all the President's Men, sometimes they yeah kind of fall flat, but... Well, it's all the President's Men. Most everything will fall flat against that. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, the post is much more slick, and obviously, you know, 
from this from this era. Um, I was thinking I would do uh, the post because I always watch. I don't know why it's. I've just fallen into a pattern. I watch all the President's Men in February. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Sure. Um, and I figure by then the Weinstein one will be out. <laughs> so uh, I could do like the little journalism uh, triple feature of all the President's Men, the post, and then what's it called? She, she said. said. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and the, spotlight. Also. That's one of the topics we've considered doing is like a, a media month. I love them. I, I love them so much. Yes. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, the more I thought about it, I'm like, fuck, yeah, you can, you can toss network in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I I should do network by the end of the year just to get the Lumet in, but I'm pretty uh, sure. that would be fun to watch all. Although that's not a newspaper movie, so I could that could uh, squeeze out by that. Is Network a Criterion disc? I can't remember. Don't know. I'm trying to see if it's on my list because again, Andrea and I are going to do our Criterion watch, where we're going to try to watch a Criterion film every weekend. Yep. I just need to. Find... How's it going so far? Oh, we don't start until January. No. We wanted because we both knew with holidays we'd want to watch holiday films and shit like that right. and end of year shit. Of course, now I can't find where my little doohickey is. Where's my doohickey? Your criteria shows criterions. I have a a wheel that has all that didn't cri- that, that didn't ha- help me out at all. I have like a a, we- a wheel that has all of the Criterion films listed on it that you can spin, oh. so one will pop up randomly, and then once you once you spin it, it takes it off. Gotcha. I, yeah, I spent. Really oh, there's it's called it's the Tiny Decisions app. Are you going to abide by it? We're going to try. I would have I would have an impossible time doing that. I would spin it and then say no, not tonight. And spin again. Yeah, we're going to try. Uh, does this list all the films? Nope. It does not. Does it? What if I click the list? What if I edit the list? Nope. <laughs> again, have you locked in? Have, yeah, I think the wheel is locked. I can add to it, but yeah, so it's like you just you just click it and it spins. Yeah. Oh, I should do that. And what comes um, up first? Badlands. Well, you're fucking locked in now. That's what you're watching, January. No, I, I reset the wheel. <laughs> I've already decided to go. But once it. once we start going, yeah. we'll... Well, I, this is kind of in order. No, I don't... Maybe... Uh, yeah. some of I love that idea. Ready. I just don't think I, I'm capable of doing it. That's going to be the toughest part, is going, uh, I don't really feel like that. Although... One. Maybe we'll give ourselves, like, once a month, we can spin again. There have I been, a, like, 70 films on there, so... Yeah. There have been a bunch of things that I have had on a list forever, and then... Like, for whatever reason, finally watched it and was, like, super happy I did. Yeah. Um, so, like, if you put it on the list, like, the only reason... I had uh, Come and See forever. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I watched it is because you had watched it yeah. and you were coming that day. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so, I just... It was Sunday morning. Like, before, yep. like two and a half hours before you just were going to be you want to watch on a Sunday oh, yeah. morning. Wake up and watch that shit. And that movie's fucking... I mean, it's awful. Yeah. But... So good. Like, you have to watch it. Yeah. Um, and that's been the case with a bunch of things that I've watched this year was uh, you just put it off and put it off. Boy, when I finally watch Brooklyn, <laughs> we're gonna let be like, me fuck, tell you. We're going to be like, fuck, that should have won the Academy Award that year. <laughs> fuck. That will, that will be on the... That one should have beat, will, beat Moonlight, I will, uh I will ask Letterboxd if I can just put Brooklyn for all four of my... <laughs> Films. <laughs> that would be actually that would actually be awesome. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you have any other ones? No, that was pretty much it. Um, so actually, the next time if we record on a on the following Sunday, it will be New Year. Yeah, we could do that, and we could do a uh, 
kind of an end of year. <clears throat> I'll do. Uh, and if not, like I'm off. I'm off from school. Yeah. Monday. I don't think. Right. We, yeah, we go back Tuesday. Are you going to come back Tuesday? Ever? Oh, I'm, I know <laughs> ever. But uh, right now, I'm scheduled to come back the 23rd um, of January. Yeah, that's not bad. And the, the kids ask. Yeah, I. I see. I. I. It's the sort of thing where it just it feels like it's never going to be. I'm very nervous yeah. about about it because uh, yeah. this it's weird. I feel like I've said this hundred to every person I talk to, but uh, the first surgery was harder. The surgery itself, and in the couple days after, mm-hmm. um, this or I guess it would be better to say the second surgery was much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, the day itself was faster. The experience was faster. Last time I. Uh, I kind of woke up while they were finishing up. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel still, anything, obviously. Still weird. I didn't feel anything, but like I, they were doing stuff. That's a Cronenberg film. I think they were just closing up. I, I don't know. This time, I woke up in recovery, which is yeah. fucking awesome. It yeah. was like... And, and I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, the first time I remember getting the spinal, and then I kind of... I remember them turning me on my side and strapping me in and all that stuff. I don't fucking remember any of that the second <laughs> time. One of the big things was... They gave me a Xanax before. Oh. And not just like a pill, but the one that dissolves and it works like fucking now. Like <laughs> two seconds after you take that pill, you don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> uh, so I remember getting the spinal and the next thing I knew I was in recovery, which yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. And the even better part was they put the catheter in while I was under. There you like, go. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that saved a half an hour. Um, so we were out of there at like noon the second time. I didn't have nearly as much swelling. Um, but man, the recovery has been way worse, mm. like just slower. If yeah. everything feels like it's taking forever. I was on two crutches. I was on two crutches until like last week. Yeah. Um, which I feel like the last time it was maybe two weeks. I was at least, yeah, you were on one crutch pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, time. I've been on one crutch around the house for quite a while, but yeah. like leaving the house, I just, um, I still did two crutches today, uh, going to PT, just because it's faster. But um, so I was on two crutches a lot longer. Uh, just it's just been different. I've had I've had uh, issues that were not directly hip issues mm-hmm. that I didn't have last time. Like uh, I had a pretty nasty calf strain a couple yeah. weeks ago, and I think I told you about that. Mm-hmm. That set me back a week. Oh, I bet. Um, and then this last week, it has been, uh, I'm just learning about all this, IT band. Because I've had, like, wicked knee pain. Yeah. And I went into physical therapy, and it's amazing what they can feel. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, she could feel the calf strain. And when I said my knee hurt, she, like, she just said, where, like, where generally? And it was, like, kind of around the outside mm-hmm. um, and kind of up onto the top. And, like... As soon as I laid down, she's like, so, like, right there and right there? And it's like, uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And she said, oh, I can feel it. Because um, that's where your IT band attaches to your knee. It's my knee. How come I don't know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's In some ways, you're kind of it's kind of embarrassing, like, that you don't know this stuff about your body. Yeah. But, but again, then again. You didn't go to years of schooling. Exactly. You know, exactly. Exactly where those ligaments and things connect. Right. <laughs> I just recently learned where your, where exactly your ACL is. Yeah. I thought it was the outside ones. It is not. No, that's your inside one, right? It's the ones that go inside. Like your ACL is one of the ones that crosses in the middle. Um, now that's not what was wrong with me, but I was actually looking at knee stuff after she explained it to me. But anyway, the IT band basically goes from your butt to your mm-hmm. to your knee, and uh, I haven't been able to. The only way that that stretches is if you cross 
center with your leg, and yeah. I haven't been able to do that for yeah. months. So, yeah, that so had to have been tight as fuck. It was tight, and I kind of tweaked it at some point, and it didn't want to give. It didn't. It didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I my my knee has been awful this past like week or so, and like and and then where it attaches up uh, by my butt uh, has not been great. So it's it's been weird. So I'm kind of, long story short, I'm. I'm nervous about coming back, but it is still four weeks. I still have another four weeks, and a lot can be different in four weeks' mm-hmm. time. Because um, I don't want to be, I don't want to come back and be using anything. Yeah, maybe a cane in and out of the building, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be walking around the halls of the fucking middle school. Yeah, <laughs> with, well, with anything. We've had like two teachers recently have like foot surgery and break shit, <laughs> really? or um. Ed Tech. So we've had, like, fucking two people on, like, the little fucking knee Wheelie things, things yeah. yeah. So it's been weird. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's fucking getting injured. Yeah. It's, uh... We're an old building. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's been, it's been... Yeah, because I just started, because I've, I've had some Achilles... Uh, not Achilles, um, plantar fascia stuff again oh, on my yeah. left foot. That's and I've got, like, um... What, what I think, and I, what I think Andrew thinks, it's like a Morton's, it's called the Morton's Neuroma. Okay. It's like a cluster of nerves, like right here between your like second and third toe. Okay. So when that gets inflamed, it feels like you're stepping on a rock yep. all the time. Yep. Um, so I've been doing a lot of stretching, and I was never one to stretch anyway. No. Like, I was like, pre-game soccer stretching was like the most I ever did, where you're doing that right. for like 10 seconds. Barely. So I, had, I got one of those things that like you lock onto your ankle and then you like pull... Yeah. Holy shit, I am so not flexible. <laughs> like, Andrea's like, you should be embarrassed with, like, how, how inflexible you actually are. How do you even walk? That's, yeah. Because she's like, now touch your toe. I'm like, there we go. That's, yeah. you know, sorry, this is a visual thing, but, yeah, but. like, I am, like, nowhere near, like, <laughs> I am not a ballet dancer by any means. No. So I've been doing a lot of that recently, and it. I'm like it fucking hurts. Hell yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I like I can just uh, when you're talking about the back. Yeah, like that's one of those things like where you're like straight your opponent. It's like stretching like your hamstring, your calf muscles, your Achilles, your fucking plantar fascia. I mean, it has been helping with the foot pain. I bet, but Jesus well, Christ, my, my so wildly inflexible. You would think just if someone were to describe it to you, like from the outside in, because uh, at PT it's mainly three things. It's like massage, stretching, and exercises. Mm-hmm. And whatever you think you would prefer, it's the exact opposite order. <laughs> massage is not fun. No, I've heard that that shit is like not painful. Like it's like fun. drilling into you. Uh, that was like twenty five minutes of today. Yeah, was it hurt? But like I, it hurts. Except yeah, I know. Uh, Andrew, it wasn't like even a PT massage, but like one of the times, like on one of our trips to Boston, we stayed at a hotel that offered like it had a spa. In it. She's yeah. like, "Let's get a massage." And I'm like, "Okay." And then afterwards, we're both like, "That sucked. That was unpleasant. That woman was beating the hell out of me." Like, did we not tip? Did she think we weren't gonna tip her? Like, she was pummeling the shit yeah. out of me, and it like. It felt like she's taking like her finger and like literally touching my spinal column, and then just kind of going back and forth yeah. over your bone. Yeah, like, uh, I, didn't, I thought massages were fun. Yeah, no. I do not enjoy it. It does like I'm I'm struggling right now, but I will be moving around better tomorrow. Yeah, because of it. But yeah, it's the exact opposite order that you think. 
Uh, exercises are pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, stretching sucks, <laughs> and the massage is the fucking worst thing in the world. Um, the stretching is just... Yeah. This is why we are movie watchers, folks. <laughs> <laughs> the stretches... Because uh, it's all... the And the stretching is not like me doing stretches. It's me laying down and her doing it. So, yeah. like, she, like, puts your foot right on her shoulder and fucking drives it back. Oh yeah, my see, God. That, would, that would murder me right uh, now, I feel like. It just... It's, yeah. I, like yesterday, like my hip flexors were all fucking out of whack. Yeah. Well, that's that is all my stretches are hip flexor stretches, yeah. <laughs> like most or a lot of them. Um, yeah. And when you lay on your stomach and she takes your foot and touches it to your butt, that's not cool oh, at all. No, I don't it think feels I, like I don't know if I can. It do that feels without, like your quad is going to. I don't think I can do that without assistance. <laughs> oh, I can't do it with assistance. It won't. It, but it's like. Are you trying to jam my foot up my ass? Yep. Is that what you're trying That's to do? That's exactly what they're it trying feels to do. Like, it feels like it's going to disconnect from my knee. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not fun. Not pleasant at all. But it works, and it's it's for the best. But I, I, I do it. I schedule it um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's, yeah. I mean, I could pick any two days of the week, but I'd like to stay on that schedule. And every time when I come back, so there's only a one-day yeah. layoff. When I come back on Thursday, and she always asks, how'd you do with your exercises? Didn't do any of them. Wednesday is my rest day. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't doing shit on that day because you kicked the piss out of me on Tuesday. And you're going to kick the piss out of me you're going to kick today. the piss out of me today. Probably take tomorrow off, too. I'll do my exercises Saturday and Sunday. You see where my rehab's going so well, Dan. I take fucking days off every time after, <laughs> after uh, PT. Because, man... But anyway, that's uh, old guy talk for yep. we're we're doing we're just doing great. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're in great shape, and we're talking about Tom Cruise at sixty hanging out of airplanes. Yep, Ryan Reynolds looks like he's thirty two. <laughs> Money will uh, take a lot of years off. Yeah, yeah, it will. Uh, oh, that's why I loved that. Uh, oh Christ, Rob McElhenney, like the post he did was like, I don't know why people don't do this. It's super easy. That like time that he got like super cut. Oh yeah, he's like. Need to do is pay someone to do this and this and this yeah. and this, and then you just get to do this and this and this and this. Why doesn't everyone do this? And I think the the hands down the the biggest part of that is having someone that knows what to give you, preparing all your meals and when to give it to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could pr- look. I'm not doing that, yeah. but like I could keep up with at least some sort of exercise routine, like wa- even if it was just walking yeah. or something. It's the food part. Yeah. It's... I don't want to prep a week's worth of food now. Well, and, and also... have to stick to it. So much of it has to be fresh mm-hmm. that you have to you have to have someone shopping for you every every yeah. fucking day. Yeah. And I ain't doing that. Nope. I'm just... I'm just not. <laughs> uh, I'm... But yeah, Maybe if, if you, I lived above a bodega... Yeah, and I in can that just, some... On my way up the right. stairs, I right. can grab that stuff. Right. But otherwise, no. I'm not going to the grocery shop more... We don't like to go twice in a month sometimes. It's just like, <laughs> I kind of hate it there. Yeah. Uh, although the pickups at Shaw's are, yeah. a, are a godsend. I do, I do like, like that, the... but they always tend to forget, like, they're always out of stock on, like, the one thing I need most. Mm. Like, oh, you were going to make this? Well, the main ingredient, we didn't wear out <clears> of. They also, Sorry. They also sometimes sub things that, like, that is not an equal substitution. I don't like it. No. Like, because I, I always, uh, I like their Italian bread. So I always get a loaf of Italian bread because I like to make sandwiches out of it. Yeah. Didn't have the Italian bread, so they gave me the the already prepared garlic bread. 
Like, this is not at all what I wanted. No, that's not what we're doing here, folks. Now, yes, you made it on Italian bread, yes. but you've also already cut it, put like a half a stick of butter on it, yeah. and it's got a bunch of... Which, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's great garlic bread. Yeah. But like, that's not what I wanted. Yeah, making like a beef sandwich right. is not how I wanted to make it. The rest of my order, I don't know if you noticed, was deli turkey, <laughs> pickles, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but it is... Uh, I, I, yeah. Just having to not go in the store. Thank is, you, pandemic. Yeah. For oh, yeah. Us this. That is one of the things that has been. Uh, I haven't set foot in. I think I went into BJ. I go to BJ's maybe weekly. Yeah. And I don't think I've been in the store three times since 2020. There you go. Honestly. There you go. Maybe like once every couple months. Because sometimes some things don't show up on the website and you got to go in. But. Yeah. Or if I've had to go to the bathroom when I was picking up, because BJ's uh, low key has the best bathrooms in the best public bathrooms in Bangor. There you go. Um, Target too. I haven't. I'm maybe been in Target <laughs> twice. We went to Target yesterday. Andrea walked in. Went, <laughs> nope. And walked, walked right around the cart thing and went yeah, back out the door. Because she's like, because she was just going to go in to buy like some shit for stocking stuffers. Yeah. Because we 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 went went to we went to Bull Moose. We went there. We went to Sam's Club. And yeah, she's like, I'm just gonna run in and out. She needed to use the bathroom. She's like, I'll use the bathroom. I'll grab the shit. I'll be right out. You don't even have to go in. I'm like, okay. So I went and parked. I'm like, just call me when you're ready to. I'll, I'll loop around. Hey, I'm ready. Two minutes late. She's like, I'm ready. I'm like, she's like, the line was like, fucking all the way back to the goddamn grocery section. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all no. set. No, thank you. All yeah, set for that. This is why we're we're all done with our Christmas shit now. So like. Especially with the storm coming over the next like few days, right? We're not leaving the fucking house, for which I was just made aware of. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare from the look of it. That's what I heard. Yep, nothing like oh, it's going to be fifty degrees tomorrow, raining, and then it's going to drop to ten degrees. Awesome, that should make for good road conditions. Oh, and entry conditions. <laughs> so we've got like oh boy. <laughs> Although I'm glad I heard it in ahead of time because again, Maine, we know how to prepare. I have already got like my iPad charged yep. and loaded with seven different movies. Oh, I should do that. Yeah, download to your iPad or whatever, because yeah. that way you don't need your internet connection. Right. We've got chargers, we've got lights, we've got candles, we've got it all fucking ready. We've got our little fucking kerosene-powered heater that we use. Everything's ready to go. I already checked it out. Because, yeah, it's going to be fucking disgusting. Awesome. And, yeah, if we lose power for, like, the two days prior to Christmas, that's fucking nightmarish. Yeah. I mean, the good thing, we don't have to prepare any food to go anywhere, but... We will just go <clears throat> to the vacant house that's next door that has a generator. There you go. She's in Tennessee for like... Oh, is week. she? Yeah, she's not even here. <laughs> uh, so anytime something like that happens and when she's on the road, we just go over there. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, yeah, we have like one of those... It's like a Coleman battery-powered kerosene heater thing. It yeah. fucking cranks out heat. Nice. But... Yeah, because we've got the two canisters and then we've got two spare ones. So we're good because you can run... If you run it on low, it will run for like 16 hours straight. Oh, wow. Yeah. How big an area will it take care of? Living room size. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll just like tack up some blankets and move all the pets into like right. downstairs and be like, you're good. Yep. <laughs> so that's the only thing we work. Because I mean, we have fucking like three fish tanks that, <laughs> honestly, at this point though. Kind of hope they freeze. Hope Tristan's not listening ever. <laughs> this one. Kind of hope they fucking freeze. Because Jesus Christ. Like, uh, he's, he's away now most of the year, so it's like, 
Aquariums are. If he's fish, just fucking die. Work. We'll be okay. <laughs> Aquariums are work. Yeah, like, especially ones that can just like go tits up. Yeah, it's like oh, your pH changed by point three. Everything's, Everything's going to die, and it's going to smell terribly. <laughs> yeah, everything's going to die, and it's going to smell like a sewer on top of that. Yeah, yeah, fish are awesome. And it's fucking. I mean, the one we have, it's fucking giant. Yeah, I'm like, we could put like two bookshelves here. <laughs> you know how much physical media we could put up yeah. here. You're always saying we're out of space, and yet we have this thing. Because it's like sitting on a thing that we can't use. Yeah. it's on top of a fish tank. Right. There's a fish tank on top, and it's like, right. I don't want to store anything in that in case something happens to this fish tank, and just okay. fucking water goes everywhere. In case there's a catastrophic failure in the fish tank. Yeah. And then everything underneath it's ruined. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, can't do that. <laughs> just kind of want them to silently die. That's how they saved the building in Towering Inferno, though. That is true. So maybe we should keep it just in case there's a just fire in that one in that one spot of the house. <laughs> what if we need to blow it with some C four? And what if Paul Newman is the only guy that can help you? Uh, anyway, um, so we'll try to be back next week with end of year stuff. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. I'm pretty proud of him. I lasted lasted two hours and ten minutes. There in we this go. Chair. It's pretty good. good. Uh, all right. See you later. We're folks. out.